I wanted a career in which everything would matter. Because I'm motivated by something bigger than myself. So I joined the CIA. And now I help protect our families, our friends, and every fellow American. Here, my abilities contribute to our mission. Agency professionals have extraordinary integrity and exceptional talents. And every day, we do work that's incredibly important. Find out how everything you do in your career can impact our nation. Visit cia.gov careers to learn more and apply. It's hard to put into words that feeling you get when you experience a pure Rocky Mountain getaway. Whether it's the thrill of an epic hike or the tranquility of small town charm in the village of Estes Park, Colorado, it's a feeling they know well. Only a 90-minute drive from Denver, and you're surrounded by awe-inspiring views, endless adventure, and a picturesque downtown with restaurants, shops, breweries, art galleries, and family attractions. Start planning your Rocky Mountain escape now at www.visitestespark.com. Oohs and ahs included. Podcast is intended for mature audiences. The views and opinions expressed are those of the panelists and do not reflect in any way those of the podcast partners, sponsors, or affiliates. Enjoy. Hi, this is Michael Buffer, and you're listening to the voice of the people. Let's get ready for Boxing Voice. Every day I'm hustling, 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 hustling. Every day I'm hustling. Every day I'm hustling. Boxingvoice.com. We don't fight. We don't fight for rings and stuff like that. I don't fear anyone. In este deporte no se viene a jugar y no le tengo miedo a nadie. You don't come to play in this sport. I fear no one in this sport. That means that you will fight Triple G later this year. Como lo dije en la pelea pasada, ahorita mismo me vuelvo a poner los guantes. As I said in the last fight, right now I'll put on the gloves again. Viva México! Good morning, TBV. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to another Monday morning edition with the Boxing Voice Radio. I'm your host, Nesta Gibbs, joined alongside Alexander Grumpy Face Lioness. Just waking up, champ. Why you got the like the the unibrow going on right now? Damn, I got the unibrow going. I mean, it well, like- you know what? It was uh, you know, it was. I- I'm gonna have to blame it on uh, uh, Info Joe's gummies. They're still taking effect. Mm. <laughs> it's like your eyes are trying to meet. To everyone. Shit. You got the mean feel. You like, oh, what's up, man? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now I got the eye of the tiger this morning, man. I got some other things I'm working on, man. I just, just got that, that go mode going. The go mode, just like my man David Benavidez is feeling. He's in go mode. He want to take on yeah, David, all David top guys. Talking grasoso, grassy, very greasy. So you know, I mean, kudos to him. He's he's calling out the guys that you know we want him to fight. So you know, it's he's not doing nothing wrong. He wants to. He wants to be up there, man. He wants to be up there in in the in the in the calls when <laughs> Canelo calls out the guys. You know, he wants to be one of those guys that gets called. So the only way he's gonna be able to do that is if he fights these guys. I love that, that he's making his own lane, you know, because the quote is actually, "I want Charlo Canelo Plant." 
So he's got an order, and uh, you know he needs he, he knows he needs to take out some scalps to get some bigger names. I mean, I mean, I really would like to see the Charlo fight. I don't think that that Charlo lacks any balls. You know what I'm saying? Because that's exactly what he told him. You know, uh, I'll fight him when he grows a pair of balls. I think that that the fight's on that side of the fence, meaning they're both on the same promotional company. So I uh, I see it a easier fight to make than 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 uh, than one across the 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 street. So uh, why is this fight? Why wouldn't this fight happen? Well, I mean, you know, Charlo has made, uh, he's given his reasons already as to why it can't happen. He said, you know, uh, he's not a real 60-pounder. Uh, he, he really moved up from 54, and uh, he said something like, you know, uh, he, let's do it at 164-pound catch weight. And he also says something like, um, um Oh, get vaccine. He told him to get vaccined, vaccinated, vaccinated, not get vaccine, you know, uh, but definitely told him to get vaccinated if he wanted to do this fight. Um, but that's just one guy. Next in line, he said, uh, you know, um, oh, Canelo. So yeah. I don't think that he's ready for Canelo. Uh, I, I think even in the Ronald Ellis fight, you know, he, he showed that he still squares up. Um, his feet are parallel to each other. And uh, Canelo would definitely drop him and maybe even stop him. Uh, Charlo has a very good chance for the same reasons. Charlo has power. Uh, technically very, very good boxer. So, uh, you know, I think even Charlo can uh, possibly get a stoppage on Benavides. Now, obviously, Benavides, you know, is a guy that, that, that packs his own power and punch. And, you know, I could be wrong, but I just don't like the way that he squares up. Charlo's defense is a lot better. He showed that in the Dervianchenko fight. Um, and, and he punches when you punch. So if Benavides is squared up throwing these right and left back hooks and maybe Charlo catches a few and then left hook, I mean... Benavides could fall the way that he did with Ronald Graville, who put him down with a straight right hand uh, in close, you know, and he didn't show me that he changed the style versus Ronald Ellis. So, yeah, stylistically, man. I think it would be, a, uh, uh, you know, styles make fights. We keep we keep saying that, you know, and it means something. Um, you know, he was a little squared and he tends to do that when he when he's loading up on his punches. But I. I I think that that's just part of his style, you know, and 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 the 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 way he's you know bases himself gives him allows him to be able to throw these hard punches, these hard, you know, landing punches that 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 have that take really real effect on on, on your opponent. Um, it's it would just be stylistically a good matchup, you know. Yeah, it would you be. got one. Yeah. Oh, who's that? You already know. Who came out of the woodwork? No vision. Is it the campion? Yeah, you know Francis, who it is. The praying mantis? You know who it is. We in the building, man. Shout out to my Lord and Savior for another one. Without him, none of this would be possible. Alex, what's up, man? Great work this weekend um, in the in the ring, man. You did a fantastic job. I wanted to let the people know that I personally appreciate the work that you put in. Um, let everybody be safe. 
and uh, get some good action, good work, man. Uh, you definitely <laughs> sweat your shirt out. You drank a few <laughs> bottles of water. <laughs> Almost a case. No. You was working hey, man. hard, man. Shout out hey, to you. I appreciate that, Francis the Praying Mantis. You know, and uh, uh, I try, I try my hardest to keep you guys safe and uh, 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 give everyone a fair shake. I know I'm always at at a point of controversy. You know, it is the hat that I I chose to wear. So. You know, I'm just glad that everybody made it safe. There were some good, good fights on this Border Wars. But, um, you know, now this David Benavides talk is just, you know, is exciting, man. I, I, I like the way David Benavides is talking out there. You know, he's calling guys out. He wants the big fights. And, uh, you know, Nestor's mentioning that, you know, he still squares up a bit. But I, I, I see no real issue. Um, I think that, you know, fight by fight, you know, the team will have a plan according to who they have across uh, the corner from as an opponent. So I, I, I think that that's just David Benavides' kind of style, you know, to be able to base himself in that way, to throw these hard punches. Um, you know, he had uh, he had uh, Ron in trouble. A good thing for the ref to step in, you know, Ron would have gave it his all. He would have left on his shield. So, yeah. you know, sometimes, you know, you got to step in for the fighters because they don't know how to quit. Uh, the warrior within won't let him. So, you know, the the punches that he was hitting him with, they were walloping shots, you know. So you, it, when you're taking shots like that, the other guy throwing them, he may not look technically sound at the time he's throwing them, maybe a little wide or whatnot. But, you know, that's that's the other opponent already, you know, break being broken down. Right. If you see the opponent not, not taking advantage of those things, he's breaking down already. And I think David knew that. He did, and, and, and it's good on him to be able to read that and be able to, you know what I'm saying, uh, jump on his opponent and, and, and put put his punches together like that. Uh, we were talking about uh, David recognizing when um, his opponent is hurt and being able to go in there and finish it off. So I'm assuming Doomy was giving him a pass for squaring up, saying he only squares up when, when the dudes is hurt? Nah, he didn't say that. Oh, I... <laughs> You're too late. You're too late, Chad. You oh, can't I... even rebuttal correct. No, no. I ain't trying to rebuttal. Like I said, I'm assuming Doomy said because, you know, you like to protect certain people yeah. and individuals. But the time is 9.09 right here on the East Coast, sunny Florida. Shout out to sunny Florida. Shout out to Francis in the building, the praying yes, masses. Picked up the win wearing the IBO medallion. If you don't know, now you know Francis... Uh, among uh, the few co-hosts to get wins, Doomy, myself, and Francis, pretty much the only ones that have gotten wins as co-hosts throughout the years. And uh, he got his in Border Wars 10. You can catch that in six more days. It'll be debuting Friday on the BPE Network. And we're back June 12th in Wisconsin, Watertown. Yep. And it'll be streamed live. Uh, so you can catch that on Roku TV, iTunes, you know, any smart TV uh, will have the BPE app, and you can watch Border Wars live June 12th from Watertown, Wisconsin. Uh, it's going to be going down. We'll have four to 500 people live in attendance, so you can invite your friends and family to come watch you fight, or you can invite your friends and family to come watch the fight. Right now, we're talking David Benavidez and the fact that he wants not only Charlo, Canelo, but also Keller Plant. And, uh, you know, he, he had a pretty uh, strong quote. He says, and I quote, if Charlo wants to grow a set of balls, maybe we can get a fight. 
So, I, I mean, the energy that he has for Charlo, totally different. What it's hard to put into words that feeling you get when you experience a pure Rocky Mountain getaway. Whether it's the thrill of an epic hike or the tranquility of small town charm in the village of Estes Park, Colorado, it's a feeling they know well. Only a 90-minute drive from Denver, and you're surrounded by awe-inspiring views, endless adventure, and a picturesque downtown with restaurants, shops, breweries, art galleries, and family attractions. Start planning your Rocky Mountain escape now at www.visitestespark.com. Oohs and ahs included. Industry leading. Difference making. Tomorrow shaping. World changing. These are a few of the adjectives people use to describe the technologies and companies Deloitte works with day in and day out. Join us, and soon those very same adjectives could describe your career too. Explore technology careers at Deloitte.com slash techcareers and make an impact on business, technology, and society while engineering your future. At Deloitte. I guess not totally different than, than anyone else because he definitely comes for plant yeah. with the same aggressive nature um, which fight do you guys want more? The plant Benavidez or the Charlo Benavidez at this point? Uh, because Charlo Benavidez obviously has been picking up some major heat in the last mm. few months. I mean, Charlo, you already know, bro. He's not even in that weight division. He can kind of like excuse himself out if he really doesn't want to take on that fight. I think plant. Uh, uh, is a great battle. You know, the beef Aroni they had, you know, when his bro was out there fighting, you know, they had the little little scuffle in the gym. There's a lot of good story behind that fight, and um, I think that that fight would be awesome. Not that Charlo wouldn't be, but more of a, like on an even keel type of thing, you know? They're both in the weight division, same thing. And uh, stylistically, what do you think? I mean, we, we know Caleb Plant is the slicker boxer. Uh, you're, you're, you're talking about a slick boxer working against a, a pressure fighter so these these styles makes makes good fights you know we'll be able to see who imposes their will more is the slick boxer able to touch touch and go touch and go frustrate the opponent or is you know the, the pressure fighter able to impose his will and, and start to break down a a, a, a caleb uh, plant so you know i i would really like to see that fight first um obviously you know what i'm saying it's just a want but I think stylistically and all around, that would be a great, great fight, even keel, right across the board. And we would get to close a, a, a chapter in a whole beef that they had. You know, it would it would be a a, a, a a moment of respect at the end of the fight, hopefully, you know. Yeah, I, you know what? I echo the same sentiments. I couldn't have said it any better in certain regards. Shout out to Doomy coming, on, coming in on fire this morning because um, – the fact that Charlo is not a 68, yeah, it's easy to move up the division, but the fact that he's not there, he kind of wanted to get a little acclimated um, to the division. So the Caleb Plant fight would be the fight that everybody would want to see because they're already in the same division. But at the same time, I styling. Gotta be the hill. Hold on, hold on, hold nah, on. Nah, hold nah, on, nah, let, nah. Me finish, let me finish. 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 But stylistically, that Charlo Benavides fight is going to be good. We're we talking about two hard punchers who punches hard with their jab and their other tools. So, I mean, realistically. That's the fight that stylistically I could want to see, but the fact that Caleb is already at 68, it's a more easier fight to make. This is what I'm saying, man. You know, uh, boxing is Sucks, getting man. so corny, man. Like, we, we discredit one dude for doing something great and call it, you know, bullshit. Then when it's time for someone else to do the same thing, we say, oh, no, no, let him get acclimated. No, 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 let him take his time. You know, Canelo could move up and fight a dude that y'all said was washed, even though he was a three-time champion. 
Y'all call him a bum. Y'all said he was done, even though he took out Anthony Yard. Well, go ahead. It's your time right now. <laughs> Whether you yard or bride. Big you up yourself. Yo, Anthony Yard, honestly, is, 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 a phenomenal, is a phenomenal fighter, man, from, from Jamaica. You know what happens? The same thing that we talked about. No, no, no. But let me make my finish, point finish, because finish. it's like he just beat y'all. Canelo moves up. He beats him. Oh, no. He cherry pick. Uh, you know, Kovalev was washed. He was done. Now, here's Doomy. Oh, well, let's excuse Charlo. He's not really 168 pounds. Let's excuse him. Let's give him a pass. He don't, he don't have to go up there. He don't have to do it. But this is what I'm saying. Like, let shit be fair. So, yeah. so Canelo could bounce around, jump around. You know, Mikey, all these dudes could jump around. And now... We got a legit, decent fight, and we talk, oh, yeah, he's not a real 68. Let him get acclimated is what Francis said. You know, like acclimated. Canelo didn't fucking acclimate tonight. He acclimated his fist to Kovalev's fucking face. That's what he did. It's crazy, But man. you know what, though? I, you, yeah. but, Ness, but Ness, but Ness, Ness, you can't do that, though. You I ain't saying it. Charlo said it. <laughs> right, but at the same time, too, a lot of people in the boxing world would say that Canelo's acclimation to 168 was Callum Smith. Now, we can all rebuttal and say, man, come on, that's bullshit because he was number one at the division. Callum, bro, we talking about 75. We talking about he ain't getting no acclimation to move up to 75 and be the three-time champion. Oh, and Kovalev? Hell yeah. He ain't asked for no no acclimation. He said, oh, I see a belt. I want it. Let me get it. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) And when he got it. He said, hold up. Anthony Yard, the young up-and-coming lion, did that well. I know I could do even better. Kovalev, you know? Kovalev, you know that's the second time Canelo's done that turnaround where he fought Smith and then fought Yildirim. He fought, um, I can't remember who he fought, and then he went and fought um, Kovalev, yeah, right? Um, that quick turnaround. Wasn't it Fielding? Fielding. And then he went and fought that. that like So people would say that, he, um, what's his name? Uh, Kovalev where he captured being, the WBA regular? Yeah, Kovalev was not, didn't have enough time to really, you know what I'm saying, to, recover yo, from his fight. Yo, which one is yeah. it? Which, which one is <laughs> it? Yo, check the sky. Yo, yo, some days it's when like... I, some days it's like, Skype's oh, down. we don't have enough time to get ready. And then some days it's like, oh, we we were overtraining because we were too ready. And then some days it's like, oh, we stay ready so we ain't got to get ready. Motherfucker, which one is it? You know what I'm saying? Andy did perfectly fine coming off a quick turnaround in five weeks. You know, he was on PBC five weeks later. He was beating the shit out of AJ. That's how you fight. You know, he didn't say, oh, it was too quick a turnaround. Now you lose, it's too quick a turnaround. I needed to rest. My mu- No, you My wouldn't be saying that. You wouldn't be saying that if you would have got the win, man. People just only know how to, like, hate on achievements, man. On achievements, man. I don't want to hear that shit, bro. Um, Andy had no problem fighting in five weeks' notice. No problem. You know, he got a stoppage once. He turned around, got another stoppage five weeks later for the biggest paycheck of his life. He ain't it mad. It definitely turned out good for Andy. He ain't man. mad. You understand? People want to pick and choose. Oh, no. No, no. He need acclimation. Oh, no. He need another fight. Oh, no. He's not ready. Come on, bro. Well, then yeah, make but sure Andy, you give Andy, credit. You know, Andy, Andy sure had come off a, a good win, no damage. He, it, it turned out perfect to him. Andy to ain't asked for no fight. acclimation. He ain't asked for no. That's all I'm Ooh, saying. Ruiz? He, he ain't asked for come no on. acclimation fight or <laughs> getting heavyweight. Tune up, you know what I'm saying? He ain't act, Are yo, we talking about heavyweights? No, yeah, we, but he's a heavyweight. We talking about so. capitalizing on I was about to say, he's a heavyweight, though. We talking about capitalizing on on an opportunity. That's it, man. You you see an opportunity, you take it, and you make the best of it. True. That's it, man. So it's Jamal Charlo versus uh, 
David Benavides, his, no. his 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 opportunity. His opportunity yeah. is, I mean, it could be Charlo's opportunity without a doubt. You're or, or is it David's opportunity? Whose opportunity really is Charlo's? It? It's Charlo's. David don't got options. Ain't we sitting here talking about David and three fucking options? Who's Charlo? And Charlo got? don't got no options. That's who's what he's Charlo saying. Got? I'm not trying to find out from you. I'm asking you, who's Charlo got? Canelo, Triple G, Andre. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yo, Alex, you like that one? <laughs> yo, yo, my man, my man turned into a comedian in the morning, dog. Nah, real. But yo, who else? You right though. Andre, I, I don't got none to respond to. You right? Yo, Andre got a fight. It's signed, sealed, and delivered. He's taking on his mandatory, yeah, so he really? got something. He got something. Yeah, cooking. he locked in. Yeah. He got something cooking. GGG supposed to be locked in soon. What's over? cooking for the rest of these dudes? And that's what I'm saying, man. Like, if you ain't got nothing cooking. You ain't got no options. You can't sit out here and fake say you got options. Damn, a year Benavidez, ago to one. Benavidez got options. Benavidez got options. What'd he say on his post fight? I'll fight whoever they give me. Do I want Charlo? Yeah. If he grows a pair, we got to fight. Do I want Keller Plant? Hell yeah. Do I want yeah. Canelo? Hell yeah. He open to anything. And then he finishes the interview with saying, whatever they give me, I'm taking. You know? That means he bought business. That's it. He bought so, straight business. For Charlo, this is this is him making his own lane, no? Because if he beats Benavidez, a very popular Mexican, Young. you know, people could act like it was Earl and Mikey that did it themselves, but they forget that Bandera Roja was on the undercard of, you know, um EJ. EJ and, and, and uh, Mikey, Mikey. You know yeah. what I'm saying? He was there and, and I was there live. Mm-hmm. When he walked in. Bruh, people was wild. They were erupting, yeah. You know, it, that, that thing got really lit up in there. So, you know, uh, I believe that it's a good fight for... So is that the biggest... Is that Would that be the biggest fight next for Benavidez to fight a Charlo? That, that would be the biggest fight for Charlo. That would be the biggest fight for Charlo, man. It's for Charlo the biggest being, fight. Being a champion, two, two division on this, uh, unified in one? You still think it's big, even though younger For Benavidez, dog, who else brings the... Listen, they could do that on pay-per-view. This is his EJ Mikey. Mm. This is Earl Mikey all over again. Benavidez, Charlie. And they can do it in Texas, too. They could do it in Texas. Big. Big in Texas. They could do it in Texas, man. Listen, this there's no other fight for Charlo that's not named Canelo, right? Like, if Canelo gives Charlo a fight, then yeah, he's got a bigger fight, but... Other than Canelo, what's bigger out there? Andre ain't bigger than Benavidez. I mean, only because Andre's probably, you know, it ha- hasn't fought as much. Maybe he's been, you know, and that's what I'm saying. He's names, not a bigger. Yeah. He's not a bigger. But name. the name is there. You know, everybody thinks he's that Andre's not, the guy that, that that would give all these guys problems. Think, and Andre's every, also the guy that you know has been beat, beefing in a sense with this. With, with the Charlo, uh, uh, I, I think, think that's a good ass fight, man. You know, Andre, bigger. we always talk to him in a in a in a shady light, and I, what I mean by that is like he's always standing in the shadows, so to speak. You know, yeah. but if we want, he's we want him to fight Liam somebody. <laughs> so like, I was about to, say, yo, CYP, why you do that, man? I was about to ask you. You think? Do you think if GGG came across the table as a, as a deal, is that bigger than than Benavidez, or is Benavidez bigger than GGG for from all? I don't have to entertain that when Charlo already said that he got off the phone with Al and Triple G don't want it this year. Done deal. So so, so, so all I'm telling that. y'all is. What That's options does he options. have? Yeah, what he, options yeah. does he have? Yeah, we yeah. could we could we could sit here and throw paint on the wall and make believe that Triple G's yeah. gonna fight him, but he said on the live with Devin Haney, he got off the phone with Al. Triple G don't want it this year. So if Triple G don't want it this year, Andre already got a fight with Liam Williams. Canelo's his own man doing whatever the fuck he wants. 
What are you gonna do? What else is there? Yeah. What are you gonna do? What's big out you, there for you? You're not gonna get a Murata fight, are you? That's, That's a nice fight. That's a nice uh, fight. Yeah. You know, but That's it's a funny fight. But Al, ain't somebody else fighting Ryota? Uh, but is Al is Al gonna send him to to, to Japan? Japan? Like, yeah. are, are are they gonna try and fake like somehow Charlo and Ryota Morota is a big fight in America when it's not? He's got to go to Japan. Do you think, for do you that. think Charlo I, could I, carry Canelo had Texas, his sights on, on going that way? I mean, Canelo did have his. Uh, you know, there was rumors of Triple G. I mean, of Canelo and, and DeZone wanting to do that fight in Japan, yeah. and that's another reason why Charlo should take that I, off the table if he can. But it's gonna be yeah. it's gonna be difficult to take that off the table. Like, are we looking for to, Bob, to match a fight up that that's worth it for Charlo? Yeah, or, yeah. or it's, it's got to yeah, be, yeah, be worth people. it, yeah. brother. It's got to be worth for both people. You know, it's a business. If Charlo's going to take it, it's got to be worth it for him. That's what I'm saying. Because I see names, but I, I don't know how much it's worth to Jamal. Jamal's kind of sitting high on the pyramid. So, yep. What names are you talking about? I, I'm looking at top, at number one. looking Chris at rankings? Eubank. Yeah, Jaime Munguia. You know, fights yeah. that I would like to see, but I don't know how All much. All right, tell me. Tell me. Let's hear it. Let's hear it. But those, those, that's my thing. None of those fights are bigger than Benavidez. It don't matter who you about to mention. They're not bigger than Benavidez. I mean, I, that's what I was just settling, you know, for the last 20 minutes. Like, he has no bigger fight than Benavidez. And Benavidez, you know, has no bigger fight than, let's say, Caleb and Charlo. You know, yeah, Canelo's an option, but he's got to keep pushing toward that. He's got to yeah. keep putting the pressure on Canelo. And getting some names right along the way. Now, right now, if he takes out a, a plant, he's for sure getting a Canelo. Right. If he takes out a Charlo, he's... Closer to getting a Canelo, right. you know? Plant is more of a viable option because right they're on the same place. And if you get that belt, you guarantee the Canelo shot because Canelo wants to, clean wants up. to undispute, yep. you know? Get all of them, so, so really, pretty like much, man, I, I feel like David right now is in a position where he wants the fights and the opponents that, that he's asking for are the ones that he's waiting an answer for. I mean, Caleb Plant has the belt. Mm-hmm. You know, is he going to stay, you know, is he going to fight David Benavidez before he gets the Canelo shot? I don't I mean, think so. I, I feel like that's risky, you know, and, yeah, and not because I don't think Caleb can beat David Benavidez. It's just that it's a it's a it's a hard fight. Risky and un yeah. unnecessary. Very unnecessary. Unnecessary. Yeah. unnecessary. So if you can't, if you if you know that that, that the other side is not going to take the fight, not because they don't want to fight you, but because they understand that you got to play chess and ultimately the dollars, you, you have to follow the dollars and, and be, be able to have those options still, man. Um, I don't I don't see that happen, that fight happening either. As far as, you know, that before Canelo, it just it, it won't. What about this? I see CYP in the chat saying uh, Jacobs Benavides. Who you think gets a Jacobs shot first, Charlo? I mean, I, I think th he said I think he said Benavides, Jacobs or, or Charlo Jacobs. But my point is, who gets that Jacobs fight first? Does a Charlo? Or I think Benavides? a Charlo. I think a Charlo would get that based on the the bad blood they had. That's my opinion. You, you know, based you know what though, Francis. Even though, like, I I could par partially agree with that. It's like. He doesn't care about you know the beef or anything like that. Right, I mean, right. if he really cared about it, he would have been you know calling out a name and and you know shooting for that fight. I think I think Benavides gets the fight just because he wants it more right now. He wants to make uh, uh, waves. He wants people to pay attention to him right now. I think that's the attitude right now with David Benavides. I, I just don't know if Danny wants to fight a younger fighter like that, as young a young 
champion like young that, Young who, man, though? Charlo or Benavides? No, Benavides. Benavides is way younger than Charlo, but man. But I think Come Danny on, understands already the market. You know, he knows the a fight. Money. With, yeah, he knows a fight with Benavides is big money. And he made a fight with, 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 with uh... Oh, Gabriel. Chavez for yeah. big money. Right. You know, so again, uh, Benavidez, you know, he, he he's from Arizona. He's he, I, I believe he's from Arizona or has had fights in Arizona, trained in Arizona. I remember my old co-host, Jameson Rockin, was from Arizona. Yeah. And, 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 and you know, he actually had a good relationship with the with, with, with the Benavidez brothers. They, I believe they're from out there or moved out there, one of, the, one of, one of those. But the point is... That's a great location, you yeah. know. Jacobs already was in uh, um, in, in in Arizona with uh, um, Chavez. Chavez yeah. Things are opening back up in certain states, hot states like that. I'm sure you know COVID is uh, less <laughs> less restrictions. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So um, I don't know. Jacobs Benavidez, Jacobs Charlo. Those are fantastic fights. Who, you and didn't those pick are- though. You didn't pick. Who would you pick? If to the win? two options. No, the two options on the table. Which one would you choose to watch to view? If, As it's, a boxing if fan. it's Charlo, we're getting a fight for Charlo Benavidez or Charlo Jacobs. Once upon a time, I wanted Charlo Jacobs, but that energy's mm-hmm. died out, and, and, out. and Benavidez doesn't let it go. He's on Charlo's heels, not letting up. I mean, yeah. he didn't have to. He's talk chasing. About him. He's chasing. Yeah, him. he didn't have to talk about him in his post fight after Ronald. That's Ellis, what makes me did. feel like Charlo's the bigger is the bigger option in the fight because. Benavides is well, chasing is Charlo the, and not Charlo chasing Benavides. Because of right? the belt, though. He's got a belt. Oh. He's got a belt. Regardless whether they fight for it, he's fighting a champion on paper that's moving up or he's going down to fight yeah, a champion. Right. You know? I don't see him going down, but I hear that. Benavides looked good. Well, but he, not said, great. he said he was on weight all week. You didn't have to make weight all week. No. You just got to make weight on Friday. Friday. So if you could hold 164 point whatever. All week, you could, probably you could go down to 164, yeah, you man. 60. 60, you know what 60. I mean? Yeah, oh, it would be. They wouldn't do a catchweight. It would be. It had to be at 160, right? For the belt to be on the line. For the belt to be on the line, it'd definitely have to be at 160, yeah. unless you know. Shinobi. What up? You got my man Eric Cruz early morning saying good morning, TBV fam. And uh, you know another super chat by LJ Juarez says, as a Mexican American, I'm happy we can claim both Canelo. And Benavidez, LFG. All right, champ, let's go. Mexico in the building, huh? And, uh, you know, guys, come on. You know, Charlo, <laughs> who are we really going to get next with David Benavidez, man? Who are we really going to get? Look, if we want these fights, and these are the fights that are supposed to happen, but uh, is there is, is there another route? Well, let's be clear. He's got one year, so the best thing he can do is is build his profile because Canelo just defended the WBC strap versus Yeardham in a mandatory, which means that he's not due for another mandatory for that WBC strap for an, an entire year. So what Benavidez did yesterday... Uh, doesn't mean, you know, diddly squat until next year, February, to the date of the yeardom fight. Then that mandatory can be called. So, again, if he wants to cut the line, take out some of the players. Take out some of the players. Me, M-E-Z-B-X on the Super Chat says, Salute, TBV. What is left at 160 for Charlo at PBC? 
Well, you got uh, Caleb, right? I mean, not Caleb. Caleb's 168. 160. Mm, well, on PBC. Who's on PBC? That used to be the hot division, not a division. Yeah, I know. Dry. I know. Jaime is not on PBC. <laughs> nah, Demetrius not. is not on PBC. Sergey Dervichenko, he fought already, right? Yeah. That's AC. Whoa, got... who's, getting, who's getting tumbled into a back of a car trunk? I mean, what's Clark, going on here? That's uh, Adrian Clark. He's going to be joining <laughs> us. Uh, I, I, I muted him right now till you get it together, Adrian. So, uh, you know, once you're all ready to go and camera on, we will uh, proceed with our scheduled interview. We got Adrian Clark, former boxing manager, yep. uh, current full-time author, uh, and, and, and right now, the founder and CEO of Protect Yourself at All Times, Protect Yourself at All Times, yep. is a company that has sponsored TBV now two times in a row with Border Wars with both headgear and uh, Everlast gloves to make sure that our fighters are protected at all times. But yep. uh, Adrian, man, do us a, a favor, obviously, and introduce yourself and uh, let everybody know about uh, Protect Yourself at All Times. I, I think you just introduced me well enough, man. I got to I gotta do it all over again? Yeah, yeah man. I mean, I might have missed out some of, the, some of the many accomplishments, man. No, man, you, you, you hit it on the head, man. Um, I think the, the, the thing I'm most excited about going forward is the, the Protect Yourself at All Times series uh, that will be exclusively on Fight Network uh, beginning April 6th. Um, it's me breaking down the business of boxing from um, from a visualized standpoint, man. Instead of writing about it or just talking about it, actually showing fighters and their families uh, what it looks like uh, to protect themselves from the boxing business. Breaking down, understanding your money, paying taxes, understanding that boxing is a business owner is planning for retirement, things of that nature. So uh, I had fun filming it, man. I had fun filming it, and I look forward to the response of of the people. So so who exactly benefits from Protect Yourself at all times? Like who should be uh, setting their reminders to watch this? Uh, all amateur fighters, all professional fighters, the mothers of fathers of professional fighters, even the grandmother, whoever the, the, the legal guardians are. Um, and anyone that is has a keen interest in the boxing business should be should be tuned in to get um, kind of like the behind the scenes like numbers and pointers, things that can really help you out in regards to your career. Or if you know a fighter that needs help, uh, I provide information that can really help out uh, aspiring professional fighters and current amateur fighters, man. So, yeah. Now, now, what made you want to create this uh, program? Like, as a guy that's a former boxing manager, why do you even care anymore uh, whether a fighter is protecting themselves from a, a crooked manager or promoter? Um, you know, being in it nine years, man, I, I got to see a lot from from the local scale all the way up to the mainstream scale. And the one consistency that I saw was that you know, once the fighters are done with their careers, you know what I'm saying? Either they really didn't make a lot of money. Uh, we see a lot of things that's on paper, like a guy signs for a million dollars and we, we believe that, oh, he makes it, he takes it home. And um, that's, that's that's not the case at all. But just um, the financial illiteracy and just the, the ignorance of the business, I don't mean ignorance in a bad way, it's just there's no blueprint in regards to the boxing business, like with the NBA and other major sports. At least there's a symposium or something to help educate the the athletes on what they're getting into. But in boxing, is just you um, you apply for your, your your license through the state commission, and you voila, you're a professional fighter. 
but there's education that's missing in the sport of boxing that protects yourself at all times now kind of fills that void, man. So it's um, it's important. Hey, Adrian, uh, how you doing? This is uh, Francis from Canada. I want to know if you can turn your camera sideways so we can get that landscape view. Gotcha, gotcha. I'm uh, old, man. I'm old. That's that's okay, bro. That's okay. Um, while you at, I wanted to ask you: Do you feel like the network allowed you to capture um, exactly what you wanted the the the, the fighters and the, the, the families and everybody to to see from your point of view? Yeah, this was this was my production, man. So everything Perfect. as far as like production was paid for by me. Is just I have a a partnership with Fight Network to where it's gonna go on their network, but I wasn't restricted at all what I could or could not do at the end of the day with respect to Fight Network protecting stuff at all times LLC is my company so let me interrupt you a bit uh is your left hand holding the phone possibly yeah I'm covering up something uh yeah is there I I guess your mic on your phone is still oh gotcha 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 I, I saw what the issue was I was I was I guess talking over the mic well no I guess what by holding the left hand we hear like the vibration, Rattling, yeah. if they could just set the phone down, maybe so that uh, his, bro, his got, mic is on his headphone, and so his headphones. Yeah, up. my headphones. So maybe it's the beard. Maybe yeah, it's, that's what it is. Or the the beard that, or the sweater. Should I should I take the headphones off? No, but maybe the sweater. Better. Yes. Sure, yeah. it's better. It is. It was yeah. definitely the definitely <laughs> the headphone yeah. rubbing on the sweater and yeah. the beard. Definitely. Uh, so you were saying, yeah. So yeah, you were yeah, saying yeah. that you didn't have to pay for anything that came out of your pocket, and you and you were continuing from there. Yeah, yeah. No, so it was my production, man. So you know, as a as an artist, I don't like to be muted or censored by anyone. Uh, so we did an amazing job of getting exactly what we wanted uh, as far as the the protective stuff at all time brand goes. And it's a lot of good information. Um, you know, I feature Derek James, who of course is former fighter, current. Um, two-time trainer of the year. Also feature uh, Toy Irvin, which is the mother of uh, Evan Holyfield, just to give kind of like the mother standpoint. In boxing, we used to send the dad, but we rarely hear from from the mom. So I feature Toy Irvin, um, Evan Holyfield, of course, Willie Monroe Jr. Uh, we, we did a lot of good things, man. We did a lot of good things. So I can't wait for for people to actually to get a glimpse of it. So uh, you sent over a clip. Should I play the whole three, four minutes? No, nah, man, that's the actual episode, man. Oh, I wanna, shit. Yeah, they got to wait. They got to wait. I sent that to you so you could check it out. Oh, <laughs> yeah. oh I thought you wanted to He about to let the cat out the bag. <laughs> so uh, are, we, are we airing a clip of it or a, a few glimpses or no? Uh, nah. Okay. I, I mean, if you, want to, if you want to air like a glimpse, I could send you... Um, yes, I can see you kind of like a teaser, but yeah, yeah. I, I, sent, I sent you the whole episode. No, man. if you, you got said, a trailer, if you got a trailer that we could air live, it would be cool. Teaser. Yeah, yeah I, the, the trailer, um, I, I believe I sent it to you before, man. If I if I go get the trailer myself now, I'm going to have to Hang up. use my left hand and do all this nah, stuff. Nah, nah, it's all good. Know. All good, all good. <laughs> yeah, we so we actually had the opportunity to be with Willie Monroe. Uh, yes. He was at our event on Saturday, Border Wars 10, and he was one of our celebrity judges. But uh, before that, we had got with him in Orlando. Yes. And, uh, mm. you know, we were talking, and he's doing, you know, um, life, insurance. life insurance for fighters yes. now. So I'm like, here I am thinking I'm being cunning and uh, slick. And I'm like, hey, man, you should really link up with Adrian Clark. He's doing Protect Yourself at All Times. Maybe you guys can, like, partner and he's like, oh, I already uh, talked to AC and, you know, we did an episode. So 
Tell us a little bit about having Evan Holyfield yes. and Willie Monroe on Protect Yourself at All Times and what roles did they play and uh, what what sort of partnership did you and Willie strike? Is you know, Are you guys going to be offering fighters life insurance with Protect Yourself at All Times? Is there going to be an episode on life insurance? What exactly took place? But, you know, you know, Willie and I worked together for, for three fights. Um, I think it was the, the Gabriel Zotto fight, John Thompson fight, and the Billy Joe Saunders world title fight. Uh, we were working together, uh, from, kind of from a strategic partnership, kind of kind of manager role. So Willie and I know each other very well, um, and I I thought it'd be a good idea to take uh, an older fighter. You know, Willie's a, a veteran in the game, but then also take a younger fighter in Evan Holyfield, and and put them at a at a conference table with a financial advisor, a CPA, and, and a guy that's um, really well versed as far as NFL financial uh, literacy goes to put them all at a table and give the fighters a chance to ask these guys questions of what they should do with their money when they make it, what they should do before they start making money, um, what they should do in regards to, to health or, or life insurance. Um, and the episode is called Understanding Your Money, but it takes the dynamic of two fighters, one young, one old, uh, older, excuse me, Willie, one older, but then also uh, financial advisors, guys that have managed millions of dollars for individuals to actually give the fighters uh, some financial literacy from from their point of view and from their expertise. So it was a great episode and it was a great dynamic to put those those two guys together. Uh, Evan is younger, 23, so you guys can imagine what it was like to be 23 years old. If y'all can remember that time, I know y'all <laughs> a little bit a little bit older, but uh, Evan is, is a very smart very smart kid or a very smart man, <clears throat> but also a very smart fighter. Uh, but he learned a lot and asked a lot of good questions, and so did Willie, but. We're working on something, man, as far as Willie and myself, and it'll, it'll come a out eventually. A AC, just a quick question, right? Um, without giving up too much of the episode, obviously. What, are, what, are, what, are, what is one of the differences that, that, that you saw in the financial trajectory and goals of a young, young fighter and a fighter that's maybe in the later stages of his career? Good question. Um, you know, with Evan, you know, he, he was more so like, yo, what? Like, what do I do when I get the money? You know, he was really curious about, you know, taxes and, like, how much taxes are actually taken out of his check. Um, and I think, he, you know, he had a mindset of, you know, a guy that wants to buy different things and have a certain, you know what I'm saying, like, lifestyle or whatever. Uh, but on Willie's side, you know, Willie's at the, the pretty much the ending part of his career. We talked about that openly at the table to where, you know, a couple fights, you know, Willie will be, be retired. I think he's, he'll be 34, 35 this year, which is young, but it's old in regards to, to in-ring. So, you know, he's more so thinking, you know, long-term, you know, saying, okay, career's coming to an end, um, you know, trying to, of course, make as much money as possible. But he's thinking more so investments, buying property, things of that nature to, to further his financial portfolio. So it's, it was cool to see the difference in, okay, a 23-year-old guy that has under, you know what I'm saying, seven fights, but then you got this guy with 20-plus fights uh, who's 34, 35 years old that's kind of on his way out. It was it was beautiful to see that dynamic, but they both did an amazing job of asking those the financial guys questions uh, to help out other fighters, man. Hey, it was a beautiful episode. Hey, Adrian, was, uh, was Derek at the table as well, too, or you just kept it to the fighters? No. Yeah, no, it was just it was just the fighters, okay. just the fighters. Um, I wanted to to make even though Derek, you know, Derek was a professional fighter, right? Um, and now he's in a different he's in a different realm now as a trainer, training two guys that are making you know for millions of dollars per fight. Um, it's a different mindset. But Derek and I, Derek episode is planning for retirement, uh, so he, he gives a glimpse of you know getting ready for 
for things to be hung up or whatever it may be. Willie and and Evans episode is going to be really strong for for Fighter. Uh, I got to jump in here, and it might seem like I'm taking you off topic, but but uh, since you had Derek James on an episode, and that particular episode happens to be planning for retirement, you know, a lot of people on the internet believe that he is the holdup between the Crawford and Earl fight. Uh, sitting down with him, do you think that he is too business savvy and you can see that being the issue? Meaning, like, he's protecting his guy, Earl. Like, he's learned the business being a fighter. Now he's working it from a trainer aspect. And he's just trying to uh, make sure Earl gets everything that is supposed to be coming to him for that fight. Or, or is the internet just being the internet? The internet is definitely just being the internet, man. Derek is... In my opinion, the best trainer in boxing for a reason because that's what he focuses on. He focuses on making sure that his guys are well prepared to fight in regards to business. Uh, as far as numbers go per per fight or whatever it may be, I'm positive Derek and, and Errol don't talk about how much he should be getting and percentage splits and things of that nature. You know, that's not Derek. That's not Derek's job. His job is to make sure he's ready. Exactly. Um, and that's what he does. So uh, that's the internet just being the internet, man. Yep. Cool, cool. So uh, let me ask you, um, any other big features or features in general that you would like to let people know that are going to be on uh, Protect Yourself at All Times when it airs on the Fight Network? Uh, There's one episode, um, the boxing manager process, that people should really pay attention to. Uh, And I feature a young lady that I went to college with. She was a standout volleyball player at the university we graduated from. Texas A&M and Corpus Christi. Um, people should really tune in to the boxing manager process um, featuring Shannon. Her name is Shannon Grace. You should really tune into that because it, it's an eye-opener. Uh, without giving too much away, it's an eye-opener to how easy it is and how much you really don't have to know to um, to get into the business side of boxing from a promotional or, or, or managerial space. So... Uh, without giving too much away, definitely tune in. Episode three, tune in to Boxing Manager Process. I think it's going to blow a lot of people away that um, the business and structure is such. So uh, for those that can't wait, you've already done a podcast for Protect Yourself at All Times, right? And you also... Can I ask uh, a question? Can I ask a question before you switch it? Just to keep on the same thing. I just wanted to know from Adrian, I know this is your baby. This is your project. Out of all the series that you have done, which one would you say hits the hardest with the information? I know they all hit hard information, but which one is the one that everybody is going to really gravitate to from your perspective? Um, It's either going to be the boxing manager process and how that goes. Because I I think, you know, people just don't know how that, how do you become a boxing manager? You know what I'm saying? Like, you don't really get to see that process or or, or know about it. To show it on camera, uh, I think it's really going to mess people up. But then also uh, understanding your money, which, you know, these guys do a great job of talking deeply about taxes and how their breakdown goes and then breaking down the, the money from after you pay your your manager, your, your trainer, and, and the rest of your team to get a good understanding of that. Understanding your money and the boxing manager process is going to be two episodes that people are going to be like, "Wow, like I didn't, I didn't know it was, I know it was like that." Cool. So <clears throat> I wanted to obviously have you let everybody know where they can listen uh, to the episodes that you've done, not only on Protect Yourself at All Times via podcast, but you also 
released a new book and you've done short ex- excerpts on uh, each chapter. Yeah. And man, I really love those chapters, especially the titles. I felt like reading uh, each title, that could have been an even longer podcast. Obviously, you know, I, I was inspired and called you up like, yo, I would love to do one with you just because the titles alone, I feel like we would have some really good conversations among some, uh, you know, mature men that have been through some things in life. Yeah. But right, please right. let everybody know what I'm talking about. Uh, give them more detail on, on what exactly it is that you've done and where they can find it. So so Protect Yourself at All Times podcast, I actually did that. I did that back in 2000 and I want to say 16 or 17. It, it's very outdated. Uh, so what, what I would rather individuals do but until I do another podcast would be uh, I did an audio book for Protect Yourself at All Times, which is available on, on Audible, uh, which is it's a, it's a pretty much a storage for all audio books or podcasts or whatever. But go to Audible and, and get the audio book of Protect Yourself at All Times because I really, instead of me reading the book, I, I give an author's cut of you know where I was at, updated things on where I was at and what I was thinking. Uh, like writing those different chapters. So it's similar. It's pretty much a podcast, uh, but it's just me going over the different chapters in the book. Uh, but go to Audible and, and get Protect Yourself at All Times audio book. Uh, but my current book is titled Divorce Behavior for Men. And the reason why I wrote the book, of course, I, I went through a divorce and uh, went through some things, life-changing things, things that really changed me and shaped me, reshaped me mentally. Uh, so when I was on the internet looking for different things that could help me out uh, to get through that process, man, feeling hurt, you know what I'm saying, disappointed, sad, all those things that most men don't talk about, I couldn't really find anything on the internet, man. So I figured, you know what, I'm going to write a book that could help dudes get through the process. Um, and then I, I put an audio book behind it, and also I did a podcast uh, of very short, concise statements just talking about you know, things like, you know, um, <laughs> you know, ha- getting back in the sex game. You know what I'm saying? You go so long without doing whatever, you know what I'm saying, you used to, to having your wife, but then you get a divorce and kind of trying to re refine yourself or find yourself. You got to get your sexually. mojo back, man. You got to see yeah. if you still got it. Yeah, it's a process, man. So I talk about that and um, the, the episode, I'm actually going to put out a new season today, which is the final season. Um, I, talk, <clears throat> I talk about ill thoughts, like the you know, talk about killing yourself or thinking about killing yourself or thinking about, you know, harming your ex-wife and the, the new dude she may be with. You know, I go into detail about those things, even though, you know, I didn't have those feelings. But being in a, in a divorced group of men and <clears throat> getting to know guys and getting an understanding of, damn, dudes really do feel this way yeah. after being hurt, you know what I'm saying, by by a woman. It's not always, you know what I'm saying, us hurting the lady sometimes, you know what I'm saying, we're dealt, you know what I'm saying, a, a bad card or belt, a bad hand or whatever. And if you're not if you're not healed or taking that process to heal, man, it could do some things to you mentally, man, that put you in a bad space. So the book is it's about healing. The, the, the podcast is about healing, but it takes understanding and getting things off your chest to get to that healing space, man. So Divorce Behavior for Men is a um, very good read, a very good listen if, uh, if you want to go that route. Yeah, How man. long was you married? Man, yo, I was only married a year, man. Married a year. We were together for eight years. Got married and, you know, shit hit the fan, like, pretty quickly, man. And 
like it's like a blur at this point. But you know, that was someone. You know how it is. I mean, that's been married before, so it's like you know, you in your head, it's like yo, this is to Dev Doers. You know what I'm saying? And uh, when it doesn't, when it doesn't get to that point, or when things kind of fizzle out, or something happens. Um, it takes you down a road, man. That, like I said, got to be mentally, um, mentally prepared for because it's um, it's a bitch. So uh, when when um, could we expect to see protect yourself at all times exactly on uh, Fight Network? And when should we, you know, I guess bookmark it or save the date and time? Yeah, April 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 sixth. We're gonna jump things off April sixth, and we're gonna do we're gonna do two episodes per week um, and then uh, the last week of April we'll do two there's a total of seven but we're going to do an extra um, kind of like episode for the last episode to kind of just recap and review everything so um, we're going to go on a digital scale so it'll be available on, on Fight Network's uh, YouTube page but then also it'll live on the Fight Network uh, app that uh, that they're revamping uh, so the, the app should be ready I think by summer I believe it is but uh, we'll do something creative on their YouTube channel and uh, really make this thing pop, man. So if I wanted to see it, I could watch it on my smartphone, is what you're saying, via their app, or the app won't be ready in time for the release the, date? The, the, re the release is going to be on, on YouTube, so you can still watch it on, oh, your, okay. on your smartphone, uh, but it'll live on the, the, the app, which will be ready by the summertime, I believe. So you're releasing the first episode on the Fight Network YouTube channel? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So, so. Yeah, so, man. I mean, think about like television these days, man. From my standpoint, what I was getting through to the network was like, yo, um, a lot of places don't have the Fight Network channel. Yeah. Like right now, if I told you guys to flip the ESPN, like that's simple for you guys. But if I say flip the Fight Network, like that's when the questions start. Like, well, what channel is it on, or where can I get it from? So, like, yo, I I, I want those views, man. I want people to be able to to to, to uh, assess it easily. So, let's start off with the the YouTube channel, and then we can go to the app, let it live there. Uh, that way, we can track numbers better and um, get a get a more broad like viewership rather than sticking to television. What's your ultimate goal with protect yourself at all times? Like, you know. When it's all said and done, you want what to come from it? Like, pretty much what, what, it, what it does now. Like, it just I want it to be on a greater scale. I actually have a call with USA Boxing tomorrow to talk about protect yourself at all times and how it can be further implemented into their system. So um, everything that I want, like, from it is happening right now. But what I really, the end goal is to, to have it more so um, kind of like not, not a union. I'm not looking to start a union for boxing. That's not uh, that's not going to be in my, my lifetime, essentially. Maybe, maybe my son, as he gets older, uh, if he wants to take over the family business, cool. But for me, uh, it's to more so act in the way of a union to where we're educating and informing um, <clears throat> excuse me, amateur fighters that are preparing for the professional ranks and then the professional fighters that are preparing for retirement, essentially. My job is to educate and inform them on the business of boxing, so where... They know better, and then they can do better in regards to their, their careers and their livelihood. But uh, the call with USA Boxing, uh, if, if I'm thinking the way that, that, that they're thinking or vice versa, then this thing will uh, reach uh, more individuals across the United States because of whether it be the partnership or whatever we're going to do. So I, I look forward to that call, and uh, I look forward to um, protect yourself at all times, being more so of a, 
a staple to where you know when you see that that stamp or you see that brand, you know that um, that's something that educates and informs fighters on the business of boxing. What was the thought hey, behind that? Uh, it's all right, King. Uh, what was the thought behind that initiation uh, to reach out to USA Boxing? I mean, you said it right now, and it just exploded in my mind. I'm like, what a great decision to do because, you know, it's an existing body that, that, that pretty much prepares for the pros, you know. USA Boxing has been established for so many years now, so being it a great move, what was the thought process behind that? You know, I, I know Mike Campbell very well. You know, Mike, Mike Campbell is a guy, he, he lived in Texas for a while, and um, I, I don't know his exact title with USA Boxing, but I know he's the guy that pretty much sets up all the amateur tournaments. But the national tournament will be in Shreveport, Louisiana this year, and Mike is the guy that pretty much set up the entire tournament. But um, well, Mike and I jumped on a phone call just to catch up. It had been a, a while since we caught up, and you know, we were just kind of just throwing ideas at each other, and... Uh, I happen to bring up protect yourself at all times and what it does, and he's like, "Yo, like that will that will help, that will work for us," uh, because you can think USA Boxing. I mean, their job is to you know license the amateur fighters, make sure that the the, the fights are regulated and you know, things are fair across the board. But the the thing that's missing the most is the the educational system. I, I think in so many ways, USA Boxing uh, could be looked at like the the NCAA. To where it's like you have this these hub of young fighters, amateur fighters, uh, but there's no education um, that's being displayed for USA Boxing. Of course, and it's not their job. It's their job to just make sure that these guys are safe and the rules and regulations are carried out. But to twist and protect yourself at all times, to where now there's an educational system to help out amateur fighters in the United States, uh, just with the basics of, of boxing. You know, understanding your business owner, knowing what you're signing, understanding your money, taxes, planning for retirement. Those are things that it's like uh, like essential, like learning your ABCs or your, your numbers. It's needed if you're going to look to create a career in the sport of boxing. I think it's a hell of a move. I think that was a great decision, man. You're preparing them before they even get into yeah. the uh, pool of sharks, so to yep. speak. You know what I mean? Yeah. So uh, kudos to that, brother. Appreciate it, man. Appreciate it. Uh, yeah, in, I wanted to a, say thank you, too, just for my badness. My bad. I just wanted to say thank you, too, for doing that because people don't really – understand the um intricacies of professional boxing how you get paid how managers supposed to get paid who the manager's supposed to pay out of his purse what percentages everybody just you know some managers just come up to you and talk about some well i can manage you i can get you some fights i get 33 percent you know what i mean you like wait dang like then you start <laughs> doing your math like Wait, and then somebody else might say, well, a manager can get up to 33%. It's what you negotiate, and then some people don't even know that. Some people don't know the manager's supposed to pay the, some a certain type of person on your team out of their person. Stuff like that, bro, and contracts and taxes. and Bro, I really appreciate that, bro, because as a black man or any color man, for example— when you don't a fool a part ways with his money and that's in every book so like if you trying to help somebody keep the money in their pocket for their family because we know boxing is they say it's a dirty business but is it dirty because you don't know your business you like know that. What I'm like it's that. not dirty people just don't know their business and what you're doing is a good thing bro and i'm gonna follow that because I, I can learn that. more 
I could learn more. So, Adrian, I, I, I wanted to ask, in a perfect world, what would the partnership between US, you, you and USA, well, rather, protect yourself in all times in USA Boxing be like? Like, if I'm an amateur, how, like, how do you envision me, uh, you know, I guess coming across protect yourself at all times through USA Boxing? Like, how does that merger work for you and work for them in your eyes? It has to be like the way I broke down the book, the way I broke down. I mean, I, I planned it to be a symposium in the beginning, not, not, not necessarily a book. But for me, it's just the, it's the, it's the curriculum. You think about in school, you have math, uh, science, language, arts. Uh, you, you know, you break down the different subjects, but it, it, it turns out to be a curriculum. Um, and that's the way I see it working out to where, um, even though, of course, not going into deep details, I, I, don't, I don't know how, how far we're going to get tomorrow, but... Um, how it works from my standpoint is that, you know, you look at to protect yourself at all times. It's like a curriculum and the curriculum is the, the chapters that I just recently broke down, you know, understanding and understanding what you're signing, um, boxes of business owners, paying your taxes, understanding your money, uh, planning for retirement, your ego, your entourage, like all of those things are essentially, <clears throat> excuse me, curriculums that the fighters need to know. I, I'm not, and, and I want to get this understood. Like, I'm not looking to tell guys who you should or should not sign with uh, from a manager standpoint or from a promotional standpoint. Uh, that's not my job. You know, I, I did that job uh, years ago as far as management goes. My job is just to make sure that the, the guys are prepared. So once they do essentially hit the ground, they can hit the ground running rather than hit the ground, fall, break a leg, and, you know, kind of get, get with the wrong people then their career is set back three or four years, and then they learn stuff finally, and then they're kind of back on track, but then the buzz is cold, and there's a lot of guys I, I talk to. Man, I remember one guy, yo, uh, Vincent Arroyo, um, who's out of New York, I believe it, it is. He beat, I think he upset Willie Nelson one year, and I remember Vincent reaching out to me. I think this had to be like 2012, 13, but it just... Signed too many contracts, man. Was tied up with the wrong people. And dude just wanted to fight, yo. He just wanted to fight. Like, he was like, yo, I don't know what I need to do or how I need to do it. But, like, I'm just tied up so many different ways. I just I want to fight because I know I can be the best. And, man, I tried helping this dude so many different ways, man. And just at the time, hell, I didn't know enough. And, like, to this day, like, I don't know what happened with, with Vincent Arroyo. I don't know where he's at or if he's on social media or any of those things, man. But, like, that, that shit hurt that I couldn't help, you know what I'm saying, someone that reached out to me for help during that time, you know what I'm saying? I think his record was like 15 and two or something like that. So a really good fighter is just, um, he just didn't know what to do, man. So I feel like um, if I can catch guys early, if I can catch the fighters early, like that will help them out and, and not um, falling into certain traps or ruining their career, so to speak. <laughs> I don't know what just happened, but you sound so God, much clear. better. Yeah, hella clear. <laughs> you came in clear. <laughs> Something just like changed the it whole. Your finger was your finger was on the jaw. You got to keep your finger nah, off the jaw. Nah, don't even do nothing because you sound man, so you clear, clear right, right now. <laughs> Believe me, all this time I'm like, fuck. What? Why is it still sound, noise? Sound like, but yeah. now, right now is 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 fixed, which sucks. We almost at the end, but yeah. listen, now, is no, there any every... social media? No, we 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 heard it. It just was a constant like background noise. Now it's super duper clear. But uh, any I, social... I got a question real oh, quick. Adrian, can I ask you a question? What's up, yo? Uh, uh, when you was a fighter, right? 
Mm-hmm. What, what was your what was your pre-fight meal, <laughs> and, and, and what was your post-fight guilty yeah, pleasure? Bro. Like you got to have it when you get out of the ring, bro. Yo, uh, I'm thinking about the amateur days, bro. I, I was so nervous. Uh, I don't think I ate before the fight because I didn't want to shit on myself. Everybody thinks about that. Roots, lettuce, fruits, all types of shit. Yeah, so no, I didn't. I didn't eat before the fight, and honestly, uh, I do this thing where I pace back and forth. Like even in business, before before meetings or whatever, I usually pace back and forth. I walk in a circle, and that's what I did when I was fighting. Uh, before warming up, I would just pace back and forth and kind of try to see the fight in my head first, yeah, and what I was gonna do, and go from there. But um, I started too late, man. I wish I would have. I started at 21. I wish I would have started like learning how to box at an earlier age. Would have been more. Would have been more seasoned, I think. But um, but aside from the nerves, man, I, I didn't eat. And, and after the uh, fight, what was that? That you just had to have it because maybe you didn't have it during camp. Shit, IHOP. Well, we went to IHOP after. Ooh. Even the, the, my, I fought. I fought uh, Timothy Tipton first, and then I fought uh, Dennis Hanks. And me and Dennis, after we fought each other, he he won by decision, but we were both old enough. We we drove to IHOP afterwards, man, and we just sat down at IHOP for hours. I got asked. I got asked. As soon as Dennis beat you, did you say, yo, where's Dennis? I need to take a picture with Dennis? No. Hell no. Exactly. Exactly. No. No. Yo, what if you beat somebody? Right, oh, and they came goes. up to hey, yo, you. Yo, Keem, don't listen. They came up to why you had to put them out there. Oh, you putting them on? I kept it per. I kept it nice and private. Yo, my man took a beating and then was like, "Yo, I gotta, I gotta take a picture." Yo, where he at, Marvin? Marvin, take it. I ain't taking hey, yo, no picture. Yo, he did not take a beating. I don't want no picture. I don't hey, want yo, no hey, picture. He's trying to troll him right now, man. Oh, hey. I told, I told, I told Chris. Um, you know, Chris fought on you. I'm yeah. proud of Chris. I'm very proud of Chris. But I told Chris, I was like, bro, I like, cause I saw the video and I was like, yo, the beginning of the fight, it's like y'all already know it's a respect thing. But when he reaches head, his glove out to to dap you up before the fight, bro, like don't. I'm talking about when the bell rings. Yeah. Like, bro, shake it off. Like it's it's a competition. Like, yeah. We come from an era, bro. We competitors. We can be friends. We can be cool, cordial after the fight. But during that joint, bro, no, it's a war inside the ring. But afterwards, I'm not taking no picture. I don't care if I win or lose. I'm not taking no picture with you after the fight. We gonna eat, but I'm not taking no picture with you, bro. Dang. No way, no way. <laughs> That's why you looking like that. <laughs> yo, yo, it's funny. Even, man. even, even, even if the guy's your friend and you're fighting your friend, no, I, there's no like I, this era is just different. Yeah, I'm not taking no. Like I said, me and Dennis went to college together. We were cool. Right. Bro, I'm not taking. I'm gonna dap you up, bro. Good win or whatever it may be. Even though I thought I won the fight, the no win, bro. Though. He hit me up like, "Yo, you trying to get something to eat? Yo, let's do it." Like, with no eyes around, with no pictures taken, went ate, chopped it up, laughed it up, and that was that. But this this new era, bro, I don't. I'm too much of a competitor for that. I ain't taking no pictures with you. I, I see what you're saying. So, so Adrian, uh, real, real, real. Chris did good, man. Okay, Chris go 2.0 did good. He just was uh, too tense, man, and that's lack of sparring. I don't understand why these guys do that. Go in that ring without getting that sparring, shaking that like. Nervousness off. It's funny because we, when he, you know, I, I'm I'm usually busy during the day, so we got up late at night before he left. It was a Wednesday, uh, the day before he sparred. So we kind of went through a simulation. I was like, "Yo, I'm gonna prepare you for the first round." 
I said, after that, you got to make the adjustments based off of the guy you're fighting. But I'm going to take you through the first round. So I see some things he did in the first round that we went over. But it's like he only sparred one time to get ready. And I'm like, bro, that's... He was in good shape, though, because I'm telling you, we've been doing this now. That's the 10th season. And I've seen a lot of first-timers. His -hmm. first round was decent, but he just... He would tense up, and he wasn't keeping them hands Hands up, man. (laughs) Jesus, I'm like, Chris, keep your hand up, keep your hand up. And it just- I heard you. It keep going down, it keep going down. The gloves get heavy, man. (laughs) Gloves get heavy. Gloves get heavy. Hey, hey, Ness, Ness, when you you back in the ring, man, I think, honestly, I don't don't know what rules or whatever, but I got somebody that's your height. Ooh. That that that's here with me in Dallas. That you know he's he's been watching some videos. Uh-oh. He's like, yo, I don't know what rules they got or whatever, but I would like to see him because we the same height. And I'm like, oh, oh but what okay. weight is he? Chris is two forty. I mean, wow. I mean officially, <laughs> I mean officially, I retired yesterday. Because, oh, okay. Okay. because I felt like, uh, you know, we're just not put like yes, Saturday's event was almost perfect. Gotcha. I, I still needed Francis directing fighters where they they didn't even know, even though it was 13 fights, they still didn't even know where the ring walk was. Yeah. So I had people going the wrong way, even with caution tape, like it's a murder scene and you still trying to cross <laughs> the tape. You know what I'm saying? So uh, there was a, a few things that uh, needed to be corrected, so that we could have had a perfect event, and uh, we didn't. We didn't have that. So I actually retired. Francis and Doomy, Mario. Every it's over. It's over. None we of all us got retired, fight. man. We, None we, of we us done, can fight man. because uh, we're I never so got close. my shot again. <laughs> <laughs> we're so close from not only being able to throw a perfect event but you know this particular event yeah. now that we're doing in June 12th is going to be in Wisconsin in Watertown we've already announced it yesterday and it's going to be the first time we get to put on an event in front of four to five hundred people like we actually got a venue that that loves Border Wars and wants us to come to their bar so not only do we get an indoor outdoor venue not only do we get to sell tickets but we get to have women in corsets with the push-up bra bringing you your <laughs> drinks. You know, you want some vodka, we got it. You want Tito's, it's dead. And, and, and that's the next step, man. I mean, uh, you know, this could be more for us. It could be TBV promotions and we doing low-level fights for the rest of our life. So for me, it's, it's, it's that next step uh, in the evolution of Border Wars. And, and we got to go to Wisconsin for that. And uh, okay. I just want to make sure that it goes off without a hitch. Now, the bigger it gets, you know... Uh, the money starts coming in, then maybe we can hire people to replace us for a certain amount of time on on a, on a certain border war so that we can participate as fighters. But right now, I want to put I want to put on a perfect event. I'm a perfectionist, man, and and I hated seeing certain things that we could have done right if yeah. we just right. if we just weren't short man. Yeah. Um, but we were. This one is the best one yet. It, it was so close to perfect. The building man. was rocking. It was man. amazing to have yeah, people saw, in the man. building, man. It was. It, we had well, we had a hiccup. We had a hiccup from jump because even you know what I'm saying the the, the gloves. It's like yeah. when you hit me up. Yeah, yeah. I was like, bro, like still, come we on, still man. made it happen. Yeah, yo. we made it happen, man. Still we made it we happen. made the you know some fighters <laughs> fought in their own 16s and, and the ones that uh, we did get from the order. Um, we did get to use those, 
And, uh, you know, we, we made it happen is, is all that matter. But again, even in time, like we usually are like two hours late. We were 17 minutes late from start time. So okay. I just want to keep dialing it in till it's perfect, man. And, uh, yeah, and then when that's when that happens, we I'm back. sure. We, uh, yeah, back. we back. We, we back, back, man. We back, man. <laughs> we back, man. We back. All right. Well, let me know for for June, man. Hopefully, I can I can make it. But y'all already know I'm a. I'll take care of whatever y'all need, bro. Oh, just man. let me know. Official. Appreciate well, thank you. you. There you go. He just announced the first sponsorship. Protect yourself <laughs> at all times. There you go. Definitely gonna get you guys uh, the headgear and gloves once again to keep you protected at all times. We do appreciate you. Look, I don't want to keep you too long. I know during the day. You 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 are a full time dad. Uh, but hold on though, the, I, I, let me get my final question. I know, I know what he, he's trying to bring you in. I'm telling, he's been telling me for a while. So be careful. He's trying to get you a fight, Adrian. Watch out, man. <laughs> Adrian, I ain't get trying to do. That. I ain't trying to do that. But listen, Adrian, before you fight, man, what was that? What was that song that you would listen to that would either get you hyped up or get you calmed down or get you in the zone? Uh that was 2009. It was um. 2009. What was the song? 2009. Something that was hot then. All right, cool. Yeah, that had to be something that was hot that was there. I can't. I can't remember the exact song. I used to watch B Hop all the time. It's highlights or whatever. But I can't think of that one song in 2009 that really amped me up to to get in the ring, bro. But yeah, I used to watch a whole bunch of B Hop highlights, and that was that. I love it. Hey, Adrian, real quick, are you down for a a six minute celebrity fight? <laughs> yeah. Well, who? You got six minutes in you. Yeah, I'm with it. We're gonna lock in. We're gonna talk. Yeah, man. even 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 out of shape, I got six minutes in me. Damn. Bro. So see, there we go. See, see, there we go. Don't say out of shape. Let them know, AC. You walk around ready at all times. Ready at all times. Don't do it out of shape, man. I don't recommend it. I don't. No, no, nah, nah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't do it out of shape. You got real all up. Matter of fact, I'm I'm actually doing I'm doing a short film, and I have to lose a lot of weight. For this, so catch, catch me after the short film. So what would you fight at? What would you fight at? What would you fight at? Hold on, hold on, hold on. But you're 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 acting in it, so you play. You have a role in the short film. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. congratulations. Yeah, and I appreciate yeah. it. But I got I got to lose a lot of weight. So currently I'm like two fifty, uh, but if I can what? get down comfortably to like two fifteen. Then yeah, that how be, you gonna yeah. how you gonna do it? So why yeah. don't you hire Derek James, man? Oh, bro, trust me, I'm. We're gonna be good. If I'm getting ready to fight, I, I, gotta, I gotta go with the best, bro. I'm not I'm not uh I'm not going Yo, with somebody you, that's you need to get just a film a crew on that. Get a film crew on that, man. Do a few episodes of you uh getting down your weight loss journey, man. The that'll journey, be good. Yeah. That'll be good for your brand, man. You gotcha. know? Fighter, promoter, gotcha. I mean fighter, author, boxing manager, <laughs> you know. If you motivated, yeah, no, look, that's good for the <laughs> brand, man, because you're showing people that you can do, you know, the some of the things that they do in this business, man. But uh, listen, yeah. give out your social media, uh, so that everybody can follow you. Also, give out protect yourself at all times social media. Once again, give that release date and where they can watch the episodes uh, before you go. Um, April sixth, we're gonna kick off protect yourself at all times. The school's gonna be on Fight Network's YouTube page. Uh, so go to subscribe to Fight Network YouTube page when you get a chance. Um, social media wise, AC underscore Clark on Instagram and um, protect yourself at all times is P-Y-A-A-T underscore underscore on Instagram, Twitter. I think the Adrian Clark. I'm never on there, but yeah. And Facebook, Adrian, Adrian Clark. And there's a protect yourself at all times LLC 
uh, Facebook page that's usually updated regularly. So, so I'm April sixteenth, April sixteenth, April sixth, April sixth, April sixth, April sixth on the mm-hmm. Fight Network what YouTube is, channel. What time right? is there? Is there a specific time? No, not spe- no, not yet, not okay. yet. We'll 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 handle the premiere uh, as we get closer to it. Uh, but yeah, we'll do every every Tuesday and Thursday. Every Tuesday and Thursday, a new episode will drop. Cool. How many episodes in this series, hey, AC? Nice. It's it's seven, but there's gonna be an extra one, so it'll be a total of eight episodes. Okay. Maybe and, total eight. eight. I, and I you're gonna be uh, releasing them weekly or bi-weekly? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, weekly, weekly. weekly. Yeah. Uh, on what days? Tuesday, Thursday. Tuesday and Thursdays. Okay, Tuesday, Tuesday and, and Thursdays. Thursdays. All right. Mm-hmm. I, I like that. I like that. Um, I like that. Alex versus Adrian celebrity uh, well, fight, man. Lioness. No. Let's, let, thank you, Agent, for coming on the show. What? We appreciate you so very much. <laughs> uh, it was a good yeah. one. Um, we gotta get, you all got to hey, go look, ahead and no check out. You know what I'm saying? To, no disrespect to my co-host, but I'm just saying we want a bigger celebrity th- to fight our celebrity. I mean, we can. You know how that go. You know how that go. Uh, it takes a lot more. It takes a lot more for mind, that man. to happen. You know what I'm saying? Know. I'd, I'd like to know too. Exactly. Like, like maybe another boxer, maybe Joseph Diaz's boxing manager, right? The old, the former one. He got some anger in him right now. The MTK. <laughs> you try to have fun, not to have a brawl. Are you talking about, about, about Ralph Heredia? Uh, yeah, the, the Hispanic one that's right yeah, now yeah, mad yeah, at yeah, Joseph. Okay. Is he the Heredia? Yeah. Yo, give me, yo, give me, somebody give me Sam Watson. Yo, I know you're older, but give me, give me Sam. I got, I, I, yo, I, I, see, I want all the smoke with Sam. I actually got Sam number, but I doubt his son's gonna let him yeah, get in the Yeah, you know ring. what I'm saying? Yeah, you gonna yeah, have the Watson twins looking at him. We can, we can, we can, pa- we can pass it down to the sons. Oh! Also. oh. <laughs> no, don't, don't, don't matter. We have to make that happen. Yeah. Brandon, <laughs> yeah. Let me see who else is out there. Uh, you yeah. know the thing is that mo- a lot of managers these days are trainers, man. Ha- did, was it like that when you was a boxing manager? Because it seems like a lot of trainers are also managers. Yeah, I was. I was against that. I always was against that. Even from like I was twenty three coming in, twenty three, twenty four. But I'm like, wait, your, your trainer is also making business decisions for you. Seems like a big conflict of interest to me. So I was always against it because it's like, you know, you at the end of the day, you think about the money that you're going to make. So it's like, yeah. t- if it's 10 percent, I'm thinking, OK, well, how much are we getting for the fight? And I'm kind of calculating in my head. It's like, nah, I, don't, I don't like the guy that's preparing me to be making business decisions for me. He can have input on like matchmaking or whatever it may be. But in regards to negotiating my contract, uh, I need someone that has leverage for one. Uh, but then also someone that can actually strongly negotiate on, on my behalf. So um, I, it, it's been around, but I don't. I, I strongly advise fighters against it. I don't care who. Yeah, I, I know somebody who was doing that, and he like, yeah, I gotta pay him the coaching fee and a little manager fee. I'm like, bro, that's like forty. Like, bro, you tripping? That's I mean, it works for some thing. people, right? You got to think of Sean Porter. It never, it never works. It never works. Listen, uh, my it ain't working for Porter. Me. It ain't working for uh, for Crawford. Come no, on, you tripping? No, no. Listen, uh, think, uh, is, I, is it is it is it working for Terrence Crawford? It's not. Uh oh. Uh oh. What you mean, AC? Because <laughs> <laughs> he can't get the fight. Coach, managers manage. I, I, I'm gonna say this, and I can't. I, I, it's not the point of me. And people are going to say, oh, you know, he's from Dallas. He's sided because he's friends with Errol and Derek. No, I, even if it were the, the other way, 
if it was Errol in the position, bro, go sit with everybody before you sign a contract with the home team, essentially. When you become a free agent, your contract is expired. It's your job. It's your manager's job to say, look, we're not going to sign nothing right now, fam. We're going we're to go sit with Al Heyman. We're going to sit with Oscar De La Hoya. We're going to sit with Eddie Hearn. We're going to see what everybody has to say and what they have to offer. Then we're going to bring it back to Bob. Like, can you match or can you exceed this? Like, what are you going to – like, Al got all the welterweights. How are we really going to make things work? If we sign back with top rank, he got all the guys I want to fight. How does that look going forward? That I don't think that happened. That couldn't have happened because if it did happen, uh, I, I'm sorry. Well, it did. The, the, it did happen because remember that it was leaked uh, in an article that, that Bud signed an extension and that uh, Bob was supposed to pay him a million dollars if he couldn't get him the big fight. So that's why he fought Cavalaskis for like three mil plus a mil on top for not being able to get him the big fight. So they put that at least in, I mean, I would sign that contract. If you came to me as a manager and said, look, we could go to Al or we could stay with Bob and he's saying he going to get us not only Earl but Pacquiao. And if he don't, every time he don't, he going to give us a million on top. I'm like, let's, but, let's do it. But I, I can guarantee you. Let's make it happen. Had, had, I can guarantee you, had you went and sat with everyone, Al Heyman would have let you know to your face, you won't fight. Errol Spence, you won't fight any of the welterweights that's under the PBC brand unless you are with us. That's a negotiation tactic that any promoter would have strongly pushed to him. Like, I, I don't like the fact that he's, you know, sitting back calling guys out, let's make it happen, let's make it happen. Like, you had a chance to make it happen when you were a free agent and you could have signed with the Premier Boxing Champions to comfortably fight any of those guys and make the same, if not more, money. So I know I kind of sound biased, but I just feel like as good as that dude is and as as, as big as his name is in, in the sport, um, just to automatically just go back, like, nah, bro, his leverage could have taken him elsewhere and made him more of a bigger name and got him more money, and he could have fought anybody comfortably if he would have went with the right people, my opinion. Well, let's go, champ. Yeah, yeah. A lot of people. Yeah, thank you. Adrian. That was a good one. <laughs> no, because people will say like, you know, what I mean, his that that um that the the, the minimum they get the guarantee that he's getting is more than some welterweights are, but he, that's not allowing him to get the fights, right? He's getting the guaranteed money, but he's not getting the fights. I, I see him as a guy just sitting. He's like kind of waiting, essentially, like. Can he fight? Can he can he get a fight? Can he secure a fight with Sean Porter? Can he secure, secure a fight with Danny Garcia, Manny Pacquiao, Errol Spence? It's like it's a struggle to secure those fights because everything is not run under one roof. If if the Premier Boxing Champions was the association and Top Rain, Golden Boy, Matchroom, all those guys were just the subsidiaries of the sport, then yeah, everybody can fight everybody. But that's not the case. The case is. Top rank is on their own island. PBC is on their own island and the other promoters respectfully. So if those islands don't connect, if there's no ferry or, or no boat to those different islands, like you're not going to fight against the guys on that island. And I just I really wish that business would have been handled differently uh, from that end because that dude, is he's really, really good and too good to not get the opportunities to fight against the best guys in the in the division. And protect yourself at all times. Do 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 you go through those uh uh you know through those topics you know and and not being able to move yourself in 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 and out of contracts in your career because of certain stipulations they might have put on there. Mm, I don't go deep into it because uh, again it's it's, uh, it's like ground level. I think you're trying to if I if I try to go into to that it'll have have to more so be with a group. Uh, let's say if I have 
if I had Terrence Crawford, Sean Porter, all the top welterweights, if I had them all in a classroom, then I'll go deep into that, you know what I'm saying, that, that, that topic with those group of guys. But if I got 20 amateur fighters, uh, I'm not going that too. I'm not going that deep into um, as far as like how you move. I'll give an example, but I wouldn't go too deep into it because their understanding of it Yo, just wouldn't be there. Maybe an advanced I gotta, I gotta, uh, course, uh, uh, you know, off off of protect yourself at all times. You know, maybe, maybe. <laughs> I gotta ask, maybe. man, if you got Willie those last three fights, which were three big fights, you know, uh, especially the title shot versus Bill, uh, Billy Joe. Like, why yeah. did he sign with Split T? Why you guys didn't continue? Oh, like, but like that's that's the thing, and that's something we talk about all the time, man. It's it's not meant like like that's why I don't understand signing these contracts for five to seven years. Honestly, those the timing of those three fights. It was with, we, Willie and I got together after the Golovkin fight, so it was at the time he he, he lost the fight. And uh, he was with Banner Promotions, so it's like he was kind of at a, at a standstill. His former manager was doing some some janky things or whatever. I read the interview, and I reached out to him. I reached out to the to the, the reporter, and I got in contact with Willie. So knowing Art Palulo, we got some things straight. John Thompson fight was the first fight back. Then um, it was the Gabriel Zotto fight, which was supposed to be which? win this fight. Which people, which people forget, but that John Thompson fight was a big win. John Thompson was coming off of a knockout of Brandon Adams that not even fucking Jamal Charlo did, but everybody glorifies his win over Adams and forgets John mm. Thompson from Newark, New Jersey. Shout out yeah. to Mons. You know, <laughs> Alex! He stopped. He stopped motherfucking Adams, and then Willie went on to beat him in the Buxino tournament, man. Mm, yeah, so, and, and it's like... You know, the way Willie's we were supposed to fight Canelo after the, the Gabe Rosado fight. We we negotiated the whoever won the fight would get Canelo next. Of course Canelo gets hurt. Uh but you know, Palulo told us like, man, it'll be a while, but you know, he'll get a world title shot. It's just it's gonna take a minute. And it did. Uh but he got the world title. But the, the point I'm making is like that was like that was our zenith. Like him fighting against Saunders. If he would have won the fight, who knows where things would have went. Uh, he didn't win the fight, and he remixed a lot of things with his, his trainer um, and with everything else. So it was that was our perfect time to work together. But after that, you know, I stayed in support of Willie. He, he signed with Al Heyman after that. Yeah. Like, that was something that I was in support of. Even after, like, he him and Al split ways, like, I was in support of him going Yo, with, with split team management. That was, I, I got tight for that, man. Like, I, you know, he popped when he was supposed to fight Jamal Charlo. Whatever mm -hmm. happened, happened. And then they got rid of him. Like I, I was like, damn, man, he didn't even get his opportunity uh, to do anything with PBC, man. Yeah, uh, you yeah. Know. That um, I was on the phone with him when we got the news. You know, what I'm saying about the about the testosterone or whatever it may be, but I, he didn't. I, I think Willie's a guy that is just talented dude, man. It's just the, the business of the sport, man. Kind of you know, kind of dealt him some some weird cards or whatever it may be, but it's not meant. It's not meant, and going back to your, to your question, it's not meant for you. If you can spend your whole career with a fighter, that's great, especially if everything is going good. But sometimes, man, you, you, got, you get in, you get the relationship, you get the fights, you get paid from it, and then everyone just goes their separate ways, man. That's, just, that's how it is sometimes, and that's not a bad thing. Yo, they coming for you. They know you got a relationship with Earl. They said, uh, LV Slugger says, why don't you tell Mr. Hidden Valley Spence Keep that strap season energy when it comes to Bud Crawford. When asked about Bud, 
Bud Fight be his biggest payday? I guess I don't know. When asked about the Bud Fight, oh, all right. So keep yeah, the energy when asked yeah. about the Bud Fight because it'll be as big as energy. I mean, as big as uh, payday. Payday. Yeah, uh, I mean, it wouldn't be as big as payday, but okay. Like actually, Canelo or Manny Pacquiao would be as big as payday, not uh, Terence Crawford. But it'd be it'd be both of their toughest fights, I, I believe. Um, be a good fight, but wouldn't be his biggest wouldn't be his biggest payday by far so so was you in the building in england when when willie took the, the billy joe fight or did you stay back home and no 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 i was in i was in i was in the building because they, they started um it was like a brawl that broke out behind us like i think it was like the third or the fourth round like these dudes got into a fight with these girls man these cats was punching it was punching women so it's like it, it kind of spilled ringside so we had to move it was it was electric in the building it's just you know we didn't get the um, we get the decision at the end of the end of the night. Were you there for the weigh in? Cause I feel like yo, they played Willie, man. Like how that little boy was able to get that yeah, off, man. man. Yeah, man. <laughs> yeah. The hell. Uh, I was there. I was there for the weigh in, but I wasn't. Uh, I wasn't on stage. I wasn't near uh, the stage or whatever it may be. But uh, yeah, the whole thing that that setting was was definitely weird, but. Um, we're not from London or England, so it's like yeah. some of their rules is not the same as our rules over here. So, yeah, I wish Willie wouldn't have like because I think Willie kind of touched the boy's head or whatever it may be. I wish Willie just wouldn't have came in contact with the kid in the in the the beginning. So, yeah, that was a it was that was a good experience, but the whole it was weird from touchdown to take it was just weird, bro. Mm. It was weird. It was weird. Well, Adrian, man, uh, once again, give out that social media. I know we kept you a little longer than uh, another extra 30 minutes, actually. <laughs> nah, it's all good. It's all good. But, yeah, um, Instagram, AC underscore Clark. Uh, follow me there and protect yourself at all times. It's P-Y-A-T underscore underscore. Um, but, yeah, we yeah, all good, man. Uh, I'll hopefully see y'all in Wisconsin, man. Nah, man, let's, let's get you at least once a week before the release just to continue to keep it fresh in people's minds and, uh, you know, push the YouTube channel, make sure they know where to get it at, and uh, see if you can't get me that teaser so the next interview we can uh, release a little bit of teaser and let them know what it's all about visually. Got you, my dude. Good talking any, with y'all, man. Y'all take care. Any directors or anything you want to, you know, shout out that might have worked on a project with you? Uh, no, nah, I mean, I don't, I don't want to sound pompous or arrogant, but written, written, directed, and not filmed by me. But, uh, yeah, I, this is my project, man. Like I said, this is my baby, so uh, I wanted to make sure that it, you know, was funded by me, but then also uh, that I was the one that was directing things and, and writing things and making sure that it was what I wanted at the end of the day. So this was, uh, this hey, is, take this is my all project. Your, take all your credit yeah. because when they come <laughs> knocking at your door, you gotta tell them, hey, don't edit my creative and all sponsorship go through me. So right. they can't get no money. See? Right. I feel you, you brother. Real talk, you. bro. That's a former <laughs> uh, former professional fighter, uh, Troy King from Los, well, the Bay Area, Oakland. I'm from Akron, Ohio, but I live in the Bay Area now. Yeah. I know Earl. I used to live in Cleveland, man, so I got love for uh, Ohio. Oh, most definitely. <clears throat> yeah, I know Earl. You know what I mean? I was I used to be on other platforms, and we had a, a thing at one time. Like, <laughs> on... <laughs> Yo, Troy, you know. Troy crazy. Troy, <laughs> we had a thing. He, he wanted that work, and you wanted a week worth of work. You ain't take that one day. 
No, I, yeah, I don't want no one yeah, day at work. Yeah, you're I need a whole a lot camp. of one day work, man. You're ducking <laughs> a lot of. I'm Corey not a one day worker. Corey Hank, Frank, that's how Hank got me. Corey Frank hey, me want that work shot, with. man. Corey Frank want that shot, man. Corey looking for you, man. Let's go. Corey looking for you, man. Word, man. <laughs> Yo. All right, hey, man, I'll at you. All right, brother, man. Bless, bless. Yo, respect, respect. Yeah, man. Good Corey call, on your heels, call. man. Corey is on your heels, man. Give us that main event. Stop fucking playing, man. Bring the whole Shit. family, wife and kids out. What I do. My family know? can't even travel, but I'll see what I could do. Yo, that's in the country, man. That's domestic. And you automatic main event getting the VIP treatment and everything. You know what so. I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? To whoop some ass like Get you say you trying to do. Get your dressing room in Wisconsin. Yeah, man. You know what I mean? So you got a nice shiny mirror, this shadow box in front of, you know what I'm saying? All right, all right, all yo, right. Yo, what's the name of this company, man? I want, I want, uh, let me see. I'm going to find it and send it to Doomy, man. I want them to sponsor us, man, for this event. Let's go, champ. Yeah, this, 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 this looks like uh, a good connection here. Let's get on it right away. Yeah. Call you right away. We're going out to the uh. phone lines. You know the number to call in, one four two five five six nine fifty two forty one. Press one one time voice your opinion right here on the voice of the people outline don't forget to add nesta gibbs on skype and if you don't know now you know june 12th is going down border wars yeah 11. the momentum doesn't stop the bowler the ball is rolling it started yeah. as a little golf ball at the top of the mountain in the everglades no wrong wrong place what's the other one everest Everland. everest, yeah, everest. everest i said Everland. i said everglades because i'm down here with king but <laughs> It started off as a little snowball, a little golf ball snowball at the top of Everest. It's just rolling down. It's huge right now. We about to take over cities, man. We rolling straight through cities with this motherfucking Border Wars thing. And we pulled up some other things that's in the background, 87, too. 87 days left, all right? So this is no joke. Yeah, you know we ain't I mean? playing. We not slowing down. It was 90 days three days ago. We got 87 days left. If you want to be a part of Border Wars 11, which is going to be absolutely the biggest and greatest one ever uh i mean it's going to be live streamed on the bpe network it will have you know uh bartenders you'll have vip tables in you got and outdoor standing, seating standing and sitting seating indoor outdoor for you smokers we even have a big projector to have the fights on top Shabbat and, to and did bananas. i tell you it's going to be streamed on tv okay i said that bpe that's right so you want to be part of this card you better contact ness francis Dumi, even marioski yes, even marioski let's get it on but right now we're going out to the phone lines once again the number to call in one four two five five six nine fifty two Forty-one. Super Press chats. One, one time. Voice your opinion right here. Voice yeah, we the people outline. Remember to rate us five stars on iTunes. Super chats. We're gonna take it from the top yeah. and see who we missed. I got on the list. Looking like. Call you the list. You the stop list. that. You stop that. Uh, well, we gotta go all the way back. Yeah, Eric you stop Cruz. that, Eric Cruz. Yeah. I'm going to L.J. Juarez, who says, as a Mexican-American, I am happy we can claim both Canelo and Benavidez. LFG. Life fucking great. All right. Uh, M. Easy in the BX says, salute to TBV. What is left at 160 for Charlo at PBC? Absolutely nada. What about you guys? You guys got any, uh, another better answer? Maybe you think there is something left for him at 160. Yet. Yeah, there, I just said the division was hot like a year ago, year and a half ago. Now there's like no names, man. Mm -hmm. Everybody moved up. 
Derek Lincoln says, salute and good morning to the panel. What y'all think about the Estrada versus Chocolatico fight? I believe Chocolatico won that fight. What do the panel think? I didn't watch Damn. it, so I don't know. I kind of I watched it. I didn't watch it in full, but I watched several rounds. And uh, I, first of all, I guess all of you have heard the, the the judge that was, uh, you know, out of Suspended his mind. Suspended by the WBA? <laughs> yes, sir. Out of his mind. So that judge got paid uh, off. <laughs> yeah, it was a good fight, but I felt like Chocolatito had taken over, uh, you know, a little bit at, towards towards the end of the fight. Like I, I don't know. I just saw that he had better work, but it was a great fight. It's just that the scorecards were a little. That scorecard just made it made it really. Like, he left you with a bad taste in your mouth. But I, I thought Choc Chocolatito pulled it off. I'll go back and look at it again in more and more, you know, more in depth. But damn. Yeah. All right, all right, all right, all right, all right. So back to the super chatties from Noel, No G in Dallas. Get ready. Canelo versus Sounders in Arlington, Texas, May 8th, will be announced this Wednesday. Texas, the new Las Vegas. Let me see. Let me see something. Let me see something. When is May 8th? Because if I could slide in the border wars in Texas, you know I'm down. May 8th? What? <laughs> hey y'all, hey um, I'm about to go. Hey, I was on the East Coast. You lucky I didn't come to New York to see you because I called your phone and you didn't answer me. Who? Do yeah, me? you know I'm talking. Yeah, he know who I'm talking to. I did. I didn't even call. I called you like right after you gave me your number and you ain't answer me. But then I was like, when I was on the East Coast, I was gonna call you, but I wasn't gonna press you like that. When? When? But I what, was I was I was I on the East Coast or was I in Florida? I don't know. I was hoping you was gonna be on the East Coast because I was gonna come to you and bust your uh, ass in this crazy. Jump. So you yo, just, just yo, hit, just hit you, me. You, you ain't busting uh, nobody's ass till you, you take the Corey fight. You know what I'm saying, Troy? You man, take the Corey fight, man. Yo, yo, Doomy is like hey. 248, man. So if you can't yeah. fight Corey, you can't fight Doomy, man. And Doomy, hey, I'm shit. about training. Hey, I'm about to um. I'm gonna see what I can do. I gotta train this fighter because my my homie got a fight. He actually in the garage right now. We train he fight at super middleweight. Man, take what's your fight, man's man. name? He a pro or an Ami? He a pro. His name Lamont Quarterman. Come here, blood, real quick. How many Come fights he got? How many pro. fights he got? How many pro fights you got? Three and oh one knockout. Three and oh one knockout. Uh, see, this is why yeah. we, yo, we gonna, we gonna, yo. This is why I be sparring with. He a super middleweight. So like, mm. I don't know if y'all want to check him out on the on where you where your information at. underscore three three yo. Lamar Quarterman, look me up on YouTube, man. We coming. Let's go. We coming. He used to train with Sean Porter and them and Kenny and them and Kelly Pavlik. And, you know, he just been through a lot of different things. He's been shot twice, you know, and these brothers like I have to take a hold of them by their collar so I can get them out of their situation so that I can show them that the, the talent that they do got, we can multiple, we can add addition to it if you take this path. You know what I mean? So that's what I'm doing right now. And I really appreciate appreciate y'all letting me, my mans, get on here. I'm, oh, I'm about to course. finish training him. So and thing, then Troy. And we'll talk about the Corey joint. I got you, though. All right. Think long, Yo, you King, think wrong, don't, man. Don't pay attention. Oh, man. Think long, you think wrong, that's man. But listen, 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 listen. I'm going to be in the gym today. Listen, 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 listen. I am totally with a 53-day turnaround. Like, if y'all want to get it in in Texas, we could do Texas, man. We could do Texas. We could slide in a, 
little small Texas card, as long as it, it makes sense. Just saying, because Canelo is Canelo. You can't miss a Canelo fight date. I mean, I just think Border Wars in Texas around a Canelo date would are we be going? huge. What do you mean, are we, are we going? Nah, never mind. Forget it. Appreciate, you know, a lot a, appreciation night. It's 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 already due. Uh, yeah, maybe we I talk mean, off air. I mean, appreciation night, border wars, or both. I think that Saturday uh, night border. I think we should leave the appreciation for Wisconsin. Saturday, That's what I was gonna say. Wisconsin, yeah. border Wisconsin wars is difficult for appreciation night Why? because because man, how many fighters I'm gonna get to fly out to fucking Wisconsin, Watertown? I never heard of that in my life. Do you hear what type of event we trying to have? Bruh, right now? it's different, man. I'm t- I'm just look. We going to call us whatever. Oh. Let it let it let, let it, it all sit in everybody's yeah. head. But uh, I'm just saying, as a promoter, I am willing to do May 8th. So then, so then let's do an appreciation May 8th. Forget the Border Wars fight. Let's do an appreciation in Texas May 8th. I mean... And we do the fights at, at June 12th. So it'll be Border Wars appreciation I mean, in listen, Texas, the man. Thing is, the thing is that, that Texas, you know we got a really good gym. You know? Ah, Carlito mad talking about forget border wars. TBV should be covering fights. Nah, man. Nah. <laughs> we 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 fight around fights. <laughs> yeah. We got border wars, man. It's that you don't see the vision, man, but you will one day. Just stick around, man. Stick around, man. That dude that he just brought on at 3 and 0, bro, he need a fight. We, yeah. he, he could be fighting on one of our cards, For man. For sure. Believe that, man. For sure. Let's do Adrian in Wisconsin, who's bringing us all to his city in Watertown. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Yo, Adrian, up, Adrian, everybody's going to beat on you if, if you lied about your city, man. Yeah, they're going to be on your <laughs> Yo, for real. Like, you know what I'm saying? I, 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 I don't even like the IG. For real, Adrian. Y'all need to put pictures of the well, fucking Man, venue. we about doing shit the right way. I want to so, see pictures of the venue worry about on that. IG, man. Get pictures of the venue on IG, man. I want to see the venue. Yeah, man, I, I, I got to go. I got to go up there, so I, I'll get some pictures up there for you. Um, But, yeah, you know, we're all about doing a professional. It's going to be done right, the right way. We ain't going to have no hiccups. We're going to do it the right way. It's going to be legit. Um, It's, it's going to be way different than this gym experience. Um, Border Wars is great. It's been a great experience. But uh, this is going to be something very, very different. Um, from what people expect, um, this is really going to bring what that. What can um, they expect? What can they expect? What does the bar in Wisconsin Watertown bring as a venue to host Border Wars? First of all, we bring this space. Second of all, what we kind bring of space? How many square feet is this place? About six thousand square feet. Six thousand for those all, all, for those that don't all, know what six thousand square feet look like in a business. Paint us a picture. So put it like this. We got two courtyards outdoor that are connected, but they separate from each other. It's private. So back there, we already have a stage. We throw live shows. Plus, we got one of those bars that has a garage door out there where we open a garage door. It opens up to the outdoors. That's that's one section of it. All right. That'll fit hundreds of people. Now, you got to understand we got a big indoor event center. So in there... It's big. We throw rave shows, bands. Um, we have all sorts of comedy shows, all sorts of events because um, we're a destination bar. Then we got a real chill lounge. So couches, uh, copper bar top, signature cocktails, you know, high-end shit. 
that's connected to an axe throwing range. I don't know if anybody's been axe throwing, but uh, we also do that as well. Um, that's a, that's George's business. Um, and then we have an old school arcade right across the way in the hallway. So when I say we're big, we're big. You're gonna see the pictures. Uh, we do everything. We live do all DJ, live DJ. Yeah, bro, I'm a DJ. Come on, man, I'm the house DJ. I'm showing them. I'm showing them. Oh, the so Instagram. Adrian gonna be in the ones and twos. I'm showing on the Instagram. Uh, they, it's gonna be light shows and lasers and all that good shit, right? Hell yeah. Trust me, man. We about we about to show out on now, a different now, level. Now, how how are the fighters not gonna hit their head on that wood if you That's put a ring in That's hanging above, yeah. On it and above, man. Do you know how high that ceiling is? Uh -huh, it looks pretty short on Instagram. Yeah. That's why I said you need some new pictures. Maybe that's just huh? one part of the room, yeah, because that bar look that 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 roof look a little short, yeah. Listen, um dum dum listen, bruh. It used to be an old wood mill that people drove through. You know okay. what I'm saying? So you got so you gotta understand them wood things that you're talking about are like twenty to thirty feet up. Oh, okay, okay. You know what I'm saying? Like, so unless this, unless this, actually, this now that picture you just had right there, now I see what you're saying. It looked a little high. Yeah, you're oh, right. Oh yeah, no, this one looks high yeah, as hell. Yeah, look, the, at, look at where the DJ's at, and it's then the angle. the ceiling. <laughs> yeah, okay. yeah, you're right. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like I said, it, it, it's it's a really big space, but depending on what what side you take the picture from, it will look a certain way. Yeah. Uh, but so, like we're breaking. So we're out. expecting we break how out. many? How many capacity? How many seated? Uh, chairs are we having in this in this location for Border Wars 10, 11? So now, if we can get outside, we can definitely see probably three three to four hundred. Um, inside, we can probably see just seats alone, not standing room. Inside, we'll probably get one hundred and fifty seats, and then another eighty to one hundred standing room, depending on how far we open it up. Okay. Okay. Know what I'm, you know what I'm saying? So it, it's just it's just really going to depend on 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 the weather. Like, obviously, you coming in June, it's going to be really nice and warm. So don't worry about that cold shitness. You're not going to be cold. I don't know. I'm showing, I'm showing video. Everybody got sweaters in the bar. This girl got on a sweater. This one got on a hoodie. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Check this the date on the post. If, it, if it's in the winter month, they, they're this wearing the right thing. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's February. <laughs> it's February, man. We in March. Like, it's February 23rd right, post. right. It's yeah. Wisconsin, though. Listen, I came from Florida, got off the plane in Chicago, and the shit was like 33 degrees. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Time to put the sweater back on. <laughs> Hell yeah. I traveled with the sweat, the, with the whole sweatsuit outfit because I already knew what it was going to be when we hit the ground. But um, like I said, we're going to bring a great experience. Like this is, this is a town that's had its own boxing club. It's got its roots in boxing. So the whole city is going to be happy that this is coming back. We're going to have the whole city behind this. We're going to get fighters from Milwaukee, Madison. So, you know, people got to sign up to Border Wars. We're going to have people in your weight brackets. We're going to have people. There's going to be a lot of eyes on you. I mean, not only everything you guys are bringing is TBV, but we are going to bring a lot of eyes to people. And we're gonna make it a top-notch production. So, we got the so, so you got some light. heavyweights. You got some heavyweights for for our heavyweights because we got some. We got Smoke em yeah. Out J. We, we got, got Kendrick. Kendrick. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We got oh, Brandon yeah. Lenz in the in the chat. Yeah, we got anyone's... Brandon. Uh, you know he he's allegedly gonna sign up. We also got uh, you know, in the cruiserweight division, Sean Rell. Uh, you know, so yeah, so we're trying to you you want to do so what you want to do is Border Wars versus Watertown. 
I mean, not necessarily. It doesn't necessarily need to be that. But what I'm saying is, Ness, we discussed how many fights it needs to be to yeah, be a eight. real event. You said oh, yeah. eight. It, yeah, we, to be a real event for us because we can't. You know, it's going to be a lot of investment and time and, yeah, and well, money we for us. Almost got two fights already on paper. Uh, yeah, you locked know, in, uh, yeah. locked in. You know, we got Rel and Sean that want to fight each other, and we got Corey and uh, Rel's 147 pounder. Unless we could find Corey a bigger fight, which we've been trying to get him the Troy fight or or, or something bigger, you know? Yeah. We want Mitty, but I don't think Mitty could make it to Watertown in June 12th, he already said in the Border Wars chat. So, you know. But listen, man, thank you for the information. We're going to continue to pump it up. Watertown, Wisconsin is going down. Home of Adrian. We're going to be at The Bar. It's called The Bar. If you want to look it up on Google, and we will be there June 12th. Now, uh, again... You know, I know Texas is big, and if we could slide one in, in in May, I'm willing to take on the challenge of a 53-day turnaround and do it in May and in June. That's how I'm doing. I mean, I love Border Wars. So that being said, we're going out to New Orleans, J-Mac. We talking Benavidez, wanting to shout out Charlo, Canelo, and Caleb Plant, and we're asking you guys who oh, you think he actually beats. Don't forget Mario and Show Kid. Mario and Show Kid, uh, you also, know, we gotta we gotta find out. That's hypothetical, yes. Yeah, we gotta find out what's up with Mario. That's the only one that we're not retiring as of right now because, you know, he's never really been a, a part of Border Wars from a from a you know like the back end side. Yeah. So he's not necessarily missed. Could we could we use him as a co-host? Absolutely. Can we use him uh, because of the the, the 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 level that he takes the preparation to absolutely, but he also has redemption. At least Francis won before I retired him. You know, it would have been even worse to be retired as a, with a, with a you know, with a loss. Yeah. You know what I mean? So uh, even well, like, Louis, like you even, did me. No, you got you, <laughs> even you got your redemption in 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 your little exhibition with Mitty, right? So true, you know. true, true, true. And we all know I didn't lose, so it's all right. You know it. You know. You know. You've been painting this picture for a while. You, you want to. You want to be the only you know, guy. You know what to I know. know. This is what I know. I'm gonna. I'm gonna show this for you so that you can see what this. What, is. what are you gonna give me? You're gonna give me a list with a name and no, <laughs> me no, having no, an O no, and, no, and, no, and then a one. Come on. Really, That's really not it. Chris, this is. This That's is gonna it. be it right here. Where is it? Where you is know it? him telling the lie. No, no, I'm, I'm actually just looking uh, to show you something that will motivate you. One moment, one moment. Where are we? Where are we? Where are we? Riff King. Oh, here it goes. There you, you ready? Go, Riff King. Count 15 seconds now, and you'll see it 15 seconds later. But this is Marvin in 2018. Oh, yeah. And that person that just walked next to him is Doomy in 2018. I, look at the pause right there. Look at Doomy's body, face, neck, chest, and look at Marvin. Yeah. It looks like they did a body swap from 18 to right now. This is motivation for you. That's all we're saying, buddy. You know, this I'm is, going into the gym. This is motivation right here. You were you I were you were so close. Felt heavy. You were so close right here. He was like 183, so close to what Ripped I believe up, huh? what what I believe he could walk around at, which is 175. He should be able to walk around at 175. No problem. Uh, but this is you. Look at it. Look at his face. He's like, oh my lord, oh my lord. Send me that clip. I want to put it on IG. <laughs> <laughs> Let me get to J Mac in the building. So you hate. Him.
Let's bet a million. You getting that money, right? Easy. Let's bet a million. Easy. And I for the bread. When I see him, y'all gonna say he was too weak. Oh my life. Okay, bow down, bitches. I'm about to handle business. I'ma teach you all a lesson. This'll only take a minute. Got a part and all this passion in my blood. Niggas hating just because. Think about it. Everybody love Bud. J Mac. Where you at? Where you at? All these niggas hating on me. Shit is whack. Shit is whack. So official with it. Don't check the stats. Hey, I'm out here trying to get it. That's I only got a minute. Yo, can y'all hear me? Yes, sir. Good morning. We hear you, champ. Hey, good morning. Um, Benavidez and who? Benavidez uh, against Bene Jamal, Char Jamal Charlo or Caleb Plant. Yeah, I mean, where he, he's calling out all these guys, man. He wants the top guys. He wants these fights. I'm a I'm a bigger fan of Benavidez and Jamal because uh, Jamal seems to be claiming he being avoided when he does have fights at 160 actually a little bit delusional and uh benavidez responding to what jamal said so pretty much jamal goes after guys and talks and call guys out i ain't saying about that life but that benavidez fight would be actually a good fight for him a big win i don't well i don't have him winning i actually have benavidez beating him um but it'll be definitely a big fight Put Jamal at this point since he don't want to fight none of the guys at 160, and he holding on to uh uh him and his brother uh uh Latifit from um years ago and stuff like that when he can still be trying to unify. Cut it, cut it, cut it, cut it. Connecticut coach. Hey yo, hold on, hold on, hold on, real quick, real quick. Before we go to Myers, man, shout out to you, Coach Myers. I just want to say, man. Myers, Myers, FYI, if you can get. Yeah. Cassius Cheney to be your coach in Wisconsin, mm -hmm. then I'll unretire Francis because then it will be beneficial for the brand for Francis to fight you because of the Cheney, uh, you know, connection and being live at the event, only making the event bigger. So then, you know, we push him to sacrificial uh you know sacrifice me sacrificial uh entertainment and we 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 pay to replace him as a you know person that is needed to have the show go on let him get his call off go ahead just, no i just want to let him know that i'll it, respond it, after. It, it's, it's like that it's like that like it's like anybody that's retired if you make it worth their while yeah. they come out of retirement, retirement. you yeah, know what i'm saying uh, I just wanted to let him know that it was available. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I hear that. I said that for Border Wars 10, Cassius was down. And y'all still ducked me and took Stainless anyway. I mean, so. I mean he, he was just being a man of his word. He gave Stainless the fight before you actually offered anything. What do you mean? I, I, I called out uh, Francis before Stainless. Let's not forget this. But uh, nah, actually, you told him to take. They actually no, were no. in the back end, man. In Pittsburgh, yeah. yeah. That's from Pittsburgh. Say what? Been, before we hit the show. It's been Pittsburgh before. Oh, before the show? Yeah. yeah. Okay, okay. Because they all stood in the same hotel in Pittsburgh out there. So, you know, those, those fights were brewing. I mean, I just got to hit him up to see what his schedule is like. I don't know if he got any type of fight plan or anything like that. But I got to hit him up and see. I think May will be more realistic. Um... In Texas, 
yeah, uh, I hear you. to make it happen. But to be 100% honest with you, uh, I, I think Texas will make more sense in May. Far as to make it happen, it's a lot closer because he's in, I think, Miami right now. Yeah, so yeah. I mean, just know that it's real hard to get a straight flight from Miami to Texas, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it's closer. I, I mean, going to from Miami to Wisconsin, that's gonna asking them to do a lot right there. I don't know. I, I, I found my flight and it was less than three fifty for a straight flight from out of my airport. But I'm on the other side. You see, he down there in the boot. I'm yeah, a, I'm but a, I mean, side. he's doing this. He's just doing this. This off of friendship, you know what I mean? He's a professional fighter, so I mean, he no. might. And but I, you know and what I, I mean? And I understand. That's why I'm saying that we are open to negotiation if you can confirm a celebrity <laughs> coach, because it only helps the brand and the event be bigger. So that's all we're saying, you know. If you can't, uh, you can't. And then Francis uh, that's cool. director. All right, that's cool. So can we? Are we gonna aim for May? Or does it has to be Wisconsin? I mean, Wisconsin is just better. Imagine Cassius Cheney being your coach in front of four to five hundred screaming fans. It's just. But I don't different. care about him being my coach in front of them. It's just me knocking out Francis in front of them people. Hey, well, you know there what you mean? go. There you go. That's you it. got four to five hundred people to do it in front of. That's 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 the big thing. It's all good. As long as he make weight, we can make it happen. But I talked to Cheney today. But that's my call. All right. All right. Anyways, yo, as as you know what I'm saying, the talkers always talk. When it happens, they always build up another one, you know what I'm yeah, saying? But yeah, I still no, I still no, Floyd I, said I, it. I, I remember something. You know what's crazy about that too? Mm. Is now I understand I was about to say now I understand the role as fighters and what they go through. I. e. Floyd, Floyd. Canelo, yes. all these fighters, Andre Ward. Yes. Because when you look at it, right, I haven't even made it home yet. No. To hug my kids no. or my girl. You ain't even finished celebrating. I ain't even finished and celebrating they, yet. They already and got the next killer lined up. They already got somebody lined up and the date lined up for me, man. I ain't making it Yo, home you're yet. On, you're on your Canelo floor right now. You know, you know what I'm saying? Was, like, they like, nah. There's always somebody. Nah, that wasn't good enough for you, man. You know, you tripping. That's the man that they built. I, the man I they said you. that I, I couldn't beat. But I told you, you know they was going to call Stainless old. I couldn't beat him. Bruh, you know what and, I mean? And, he and called you know me what? out. You know what I'm and saying? And you know what? I'm going to clear this up because I see Riff That's King. crazy. I see Riff King giving you a lot of shit. Let's make it clear that Stainless contacted, uh, St- uh, Stainless contacted Francis 48 to 72 hours before the fight and said, yo, forget about making weight. Because I don't want any excuses when I beat you up. When I whoop your ass. He's like, yo, you only got 48 or 72 hours. How much weight could you realistically lose? Don't worry. We don't need no weights because I don't want no excuses. But now I see that all of a sudden people are using that as the excuse. So I just want to put that out there that, you know, uh, the fight could have been called off. The fight could have been, uh, you know, he could have he could have made Francis... Continue to lose weight, which he was more than willing. And you know, I was willing he, to pay. He sparred. He sparred in his uh, box raw to lose weight. And, you know, there was no issue with him paying. So, you know, Stainless chose to go in there and not take the, 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 the money, not force. Because remember, I was all for forcing Colin. I kept telling Boxing Therapy, I think that was Border Wars 6 or 7, like, yo. I, I got the footage. Him, drain him. <laughs> drain him. Yep. So my energy didn't change for At Francis. Nope. He should have made weight. Drain yep. him. Drain yep. him. Drain him. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, Stainless chose not to. And uh, he also chose not to wear a cut. And now I hear him yesterday 
saying, oh, I got hit in the nuts. And it's like, but I know for a fact, Doomy was enforcing you to put on a cup and you kept saying you didn't want to wear a cup. Now you saying X, Y, Z, the fight went a certain way because you got hit low. Next time, listen to the ref when they tell you to put on a cup. Why wouldn't you want to fight with a cup? Like even pros spar and fight professionally with a cup. cup. So like they never not wear a cup. Just FYI. JT. Hold on, hold on. Before you do that, man, let me get my call up. But, like, you know, I feel like how fighters feel, man. Like, I went through the whole camp, you know, when nobody, everybody was against you. You know, Stainless called me out, called me names. And everybody says Stainless going to kick my ass. Nobody. But, you know, shout out to my motherfucking brother, man. The heavy-handed edition, JP from Long Beach, man. Shout out to you, man. Because, you know what I'm saying, from when we was in Dallas, hitting pads with Doomy in the living room. He was already told me already, like, a long time ago, like, I know you're going to be stainless, you know what I'm saying? I know you got that if factor. You know what I'm saying? I know you know your boxing. So I just wanted to, in front of the whole world, man, in front of people, let you know that, you know what I'm saying? I appreciate you a lot for your support, man. Sir Bishop is another one. Shout out to you holding me down always. And my family, man. And, and you know, I can't forget, you know, the two people who worked with me closely. You know what I'm saying? And that's Nesta Gibbs who was at the gym. He seen me put in the work. He seen me kept working when everybody was stopping. I kept working, whether I was skipping, hitting the bag, spawn, whatever it is. You know what I'm saying? Me and Doomy, you know, shout out to him. Now I can see why he got Nesta 4-0 with the IBF champion. People ducking him because the game plan was was sublime. You know what I'm saying? We we executed the way it was put together and we worked. You know what I mean? And, and, and shout out to everybody who, you know what I'm saying, who was behind me supporting me, man. All love. You know, it. I don't care what nobody got to say. At the end of the day, when, when they build him up and they say that he going to do this to you, he's bigger than you, he going to knock you out, he going to knock you out. Coach Myers talking about he going to knock me out. Yeah, it's all well and good until you get punched in the face. Everybody got a plan until they get punched in the face. So shout out to you, 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 and you. I just want to get home and enjoy my victory with my family, and then we can talk about everything else after. Word, man, word. Step your game up real quick, fellas. Came in hard. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Yeah, because we stopped at Noel G in Dallas. We got plenty more where that came from. We got Steve Munoz, just to go in order. Jamal, and I quote, no vaccine. You're not 25 years old. Charlo is scared, and so is Ronnie Shields. All the Canelo haters should be bashing Charlo, but they're crickets. Nowhere to be found. Any cricket emojis. Brandon Maurice in Cincinnati, Ohio says, Charlo facing the Laura versus Cornflake winner. Hashtag PBC diet. I don't believe that. If he wouldn't have dug in his bag so deep, you know, those dudes are 54 pounders. Even though Charlo has a history of fighting 54 pounders, so I get what he's saying, but nah. Laura got a history of saying he'll fight 60 and never move up. And a history of saying he'll fight the Charlos and never actually fight him. Uh, LV Slugger says, oh, we said that. And Ken Stone says, no love for Estrada Tocolatico today. The little guys gave us the fight of the year last night. If Julio Cesar Martinez moves up, we got a new four-way king. <laughs> or, we got, or we got new four kings, I guess. I don't know. I don't know. Who knows what he knows? Step your game up says, bless up family. Dealing with the snow after this crazy blizzard. Listening to one of my favorite shows. Hit the like button, you squares. (laughs) Everybody put your hands in the air. Mm, mm, mm. All right, I refreshed. And that is everything. We're going out to Cincinnati, Ohio's own. Get over here. 
another time zone. Jumped up a bag with our mind on. Can't play when you here, get your life stole. If you bring it here, then the price grow. Don't jabbing and punching the line long. I drop a pigeon, let nine go. We slap with the fake glass and white go. This only happens in Ohio. Yo, good, good morning, man. Can y'all hear me? We hear you, champion. Yes, sir. Yo, that YouTube chat is relentless, man. Somebody somebody said when you were showing the footage of uh, Wisconsin, that looked like where they filmed Get Out at, man. <laughs> Say what? Say what? That's, that's JP. <laughs> They said Wisconsin, oh, where they filmed, where you were showing the bar, they said it like where they filmed the movie Get Out at. <laughs> yeah, that shit gonna get a lot of flavor when we come through, I tell you that. Yo, yeah, listen, flavor, listen, listen, it's wherever we at, is where the party at. Yo, he, he, he controls I mean, I the talk, music. I mean, I talked to George, and he, 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 you know, he gave me a little insight on, on, on that town, man, and, uh, uh, you know, it's also near lakes, you know, there's a, uh, especially during the summertime is, I mean, party after party, fair after fair. I don't even so like care. they're, as long they're, as we they're, got they're, the control they're, 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 I'm good yeah, they, with the control. Yeah, no, nah, they got, they, listen, if we do it around, if we're doing it in June 12, we're not landing just, just, just for the, uh, border wars that there's other things after we do border wars that, you know, you could do if you're coming out there, you know, maybe you want to go by the lake, maybe you want to go, you know, go to a fair or I something like that. Jason so Voorhees, it's like, not I'm only are you going to get the, the super action that we're bringing and all the, you know, the, 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 the amount of people, the, the ambience. I mean, there's just so many dynamics that we haven't had just yet that are going to happen in Wisconsin. So for all those hey, that are kind of hey. like saying Wisconsin, like what the hell is that? Oh yeah, Believe man. Me, uh, hey. uh, uh, we've been hey. well informed on what goes on during the little amount of time that they have actual heat in that. Hey. In that so during that time, there's a lot of things going on, yeah. and you know, there, George has been bringing entertainment to that town, back to that town. So you know, his he he's, he wants to do everything the right way and, and and do it real big. So you guys, you guys will have a treat, definitely. Big that, but hey, I would say is, man, listen, we got all that shit in Cincinnati, and we got the Queen City Cobra who won the fight, so keep that in mind, man. Bray I won mean, the Cincy. I mean, but, do you uh, got a venue? Do you got a venue? Because that's the I, thing. I, you got, you're not understanding. We actually have a venue for the first time. Yeah, yeah, and won the fight. fight. Yeah, ain't won the fight. Yeah, well, we yeah, yeah, you think Cincinnati is a cooler place, but do you have a venue that's going to allow us to host Eight man fight card. Well, let, yeah, get, we can find get one. Get the word down, King. Get the word right, down, King. I, I would gladly come to Cincinnati. Let me tell yeah. you, I've been there for Ohio? multiple. I've been there yeah. for multiple fights. And the Brona, the last one was Brona versus uh, Manuel Teller, I believe. Um, so yeah, I would gladly go to Cincinnati. But I mean, we need a venue. It can't just be tongue to cheek. We need a venue. You know. I got you. I'll get on the horn. But as far as the topic. Uh, I don't feel like harping on fights that ain't gonna happen, man. If it happens, a good fight. I favor Benavidez, but man, that shit ain't happening. I see, like I said, Charlo's gonna fight Cornflake Laura Winter. That fight is at 160, just so you know. And uh, David will probably fight like Lionel Thompson next, oh, man. Let's shit. Just be realistic. If he had 160, then that makes sense, man. It's about time. Laura yeah. been asking to move up, man. He gonna move up now when he a grandpa and yeah, shit. Grandpa. <laughs> Trillion. Yeah, so, so yeah, I don't think that fight happens, man. Like right, I said, David will probably get out of here, man. My man got like eighteen minutes because he made us talk about border wars. Yeah. Yo, who else we got? We got we went to Myers. You went to we going out to Crespo's Keem. What up? 
I thought JT was wait on. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Yo, he well, disappeared you know from the line. Yeah. Maybe I don't know. Tell me what a poor count is. I've never heard that term. That must have been your term. You must have been busy. No, yeah, he's an ah! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that shit make me laugh. <laughs> yo, yo, what up? What up? Y'all hear me? What, what up? Happening? Good morning. Good morning. What, what up, man? That's the great Floyd Sr. letting Skip Bayless know he don't know shit about boxing, man. That clip is great. Um, but, yeah, what's the topic? Benavidez, right? Benavidez, Benavidez calling, calling out top guys after he takes out, you know, Ron and... Who's going to answer the call? Is Jamal Charlo? Canelo, he wants so bad. Caleb Plant, he he wants. So, man, we need that plant get, fight, right? man. They, they've been beefing so long. We need that. We need that plant fight, man, honestly. Because, um, well, I mean, I would love to see the Charlo fight. Don't get me wrong. I'd like to see it. I just don't think Charlo wins. Um, and the fact that Charlo's not even at 68, I don't, I don't, you know, I don't, I don't think that fight's going to happen, man. I'd like to see it, but I got Benavidez beating him, man. Um, does he get that Canelo fight? It don't look like, but wasn't the, uh, the Ronald Ellis fight a WBC eliminator? Yeah, but that's still so a he, year away, man. That's a year away. Come on. You know how it works. 12 months after Yeah, the by that time, Canelo going to be fighting Anthony Joshua at heavyweight. Hell so. yeah. Hell <laughs> yeah. He's done with this division after this year. <laughs> If he goes undisputed, he's done with 68, you think? Or he said that already? Yeah, he moved. Yo, what are, what are you going to do? Defend a bunch of fucking titles and get, get sanctioned and fees, <laughs> fight a, Rich? Fight a bunch of Mandos, get yeah. that record up to like 72 and, and, and one. Nah, man. He but, um, but, yeah. He ain't Vladimir Klitschko just fighting anybody, man. <laughs> Here you go, man. Nah, but uh, nah, I like Benavidez. He's a great fighter. I, I want to see him in his big fights, whether it's Charlo, Plant, Canelo, any of them, man. He, he's got he's got the chance to win at all of those fights. So, you know, put, put him in there, man. Why not? The kid, uh, as long as he can stay disappointed and keep himself on weight. Cut it. Cut it. I agree, man. I want to see it. We going to King Born, Brooklyn. When you see old dirty bastards fall in a position like that, then you know that I'm getting ready to bust your... <laughs> Yeah, man. What's going on, y'all? Yo, peace, everybody in Border Wars. Um, I just want to give a, um, a RP to Marvin Hagler. You know what I mean? Top 10 fighters of all time. 62, 3, 2, 52 knockouts. He once said that if you cut my my ball head open, all you're going to see is a boxing glove. He lived it. You know what I mean? I'm very sad about this, man, because it was like, that's the dude that made me want to watch boxing. He was always ripped up in shape. He didn't bullshit. He ain't played no games. Do you know in what? 1974, he fought 11 fights? 11. Never ducked nobody. These dudes what? now don't even fight a whole year or two years. You know, so we got to give more respect to the legend, man. R.I.P. Marvin Hagler. Peace. <laughs> Uh, we got some super chats to get to real quick. Looking like Galito's way. We got Texas Bulldogs. Champ, fall back, man. Uh, Is there an order? There's an order to this, man. Uh, either, uh, either pay attention to the order or... Gali I mean, I mean, I Galito's thought it was the order, but way says, congratulations, Francis, with the fist emoji and the glove emoji. 
Then we got Texas Bulldog who says Benavides versus Ellis was 1,000 times better than Yerdem. Yeah, thank you, Carlito. Thank you very much. I appreciate you. Uh, yes, continue. The Texas Bulldog, that was a good super chat. Show Kid up next. So show you Kid got show said, kid. put some respect on Next Up Promotion's name. We don't know what losing is. We celebrating our victories this week. Holla at us on Monday. Yeah, we three. We, 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 yeah, we three and zero. And if you count me, we four and zero. We got Show Kid, who stepped in there for the first time with uh, a fighter who's twenty one years younger than him. Yeah. Who no, out, Show Kid is officially official. Who, He's who, in his who, forty and over club. Exactly. Now. Who outweighed him by a good amount, and he won. Then you had the Queen City Cobra, who solved. The problem, yeah, Adrian yeah. But he Rowan. ain't in the 40 and over club. So, he not, you know. but he got the dub. He, and, he, and, he did something, but it ain't special. And then it's we special got, when you do it over 40. We got Border Wars pound for pound. They're not giving them the respect yet, but he'll get it. Corey Frank took on the bigger man mm. and, and got the victory. You know what I'm saying? Some things happened in that fight that could have made it even more significant, but uh, that's the past. So we don't talk about the past, but he got the victory. So that's three and no. He caught myself. That's four and no. We don't know what losing is all about. Shout out to Show Kid. We'll catch you on the next show. You shout, dig? Shout out to DJ Khaled, man. All we do is win. All we do is. Yo, <laughs> let me get to uh, Amin, who was in the building as yes, well. Sir. What up, Buenos Dias? Hear ye, hear ye. What's good? What up? What's good, family? Listen. I got it. I must have bumped my head. Let me shout out to Bo Mason, man. Let me shout out to Bo from Bama, man. My guy for sure. Um, yo, the whole Benavidez thing, though, man. Um, Benavidez, yo, I would like to see the, uh, Benavidez go up against Plant, but I think Darrell is back in the mix, y'all. I know y'all going to feel like he didn't do as well as he should have against a 54-pounder, but... Yo, he won. You know what I'm saying? In, in, in the nah, way it wasn't it a draw? Like, well, yeah, it was a draw. It was a draw. But you know what it was like? <laughs> you know why I said it? Because the, he, like, people looking at, like, he won. They looking at it like he won. What was it? Kyron, Kyron, um, Davis. Shut it down, right? It was shut it down. Yeah, like, they looking at it like he won because Darrell didn't knock him out or didn't stop him. Like, no, these dudes are fighters. So homeboy stepped up. He's a good fight. He gave a tough fight, but that, you can't cut take it, that cut away from cut it. Davidian, Buffalo Falls. TBV. What up? What's good, Doomy? Francis. So, Congratulations to the you, man from Canada. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, nah, what's the topic, though? You're talking about Benavidez and. Benavidez in his post fight interview says he wants Charlo, Canelo, Keller Plant. <laughs> Damn, yeah, I want to see, hey, I want to see all of them fights if that's possible. Because, I mean, with the Caleb Plant, he got the, you know, the little beef that they got going. So they could settle that. And, um, you know, I would love to see Charlo move up to 168 and fight him. Because that would be, that would be big, man. So, whatever. I want to see what happens. We just got to see what happens. Um you know, be careful what you wish for, though, at the same time. But, uh, nah, David's a good fighter, though. I, I rock with David and all of them, actually. So, But, yeah, that's my call. Shout out to all the callers and stuff, and God bless y'all. 
Bless, peace, bless, man. Bro. Peace. Yo, we got, got a super chat from uh, Step Your Game Up. It says uh, Tyson versus AJ, two fight deal. All right. It looks like it was made. Uh, I think I got a notice, too, from the ESPN. Border Wars check. Put that up there, too. Looks like it, it's signed. Is that what we are? Don't know. But oh, yeah. we got Hawk, Maryland. Hawking him down. Hello? What up, Hawk? What's Yo, what's up, fellas? How y'all doing this morning? Good. Blessed. All right, all right, all right. I I saw uh, a couple of things. I saw Ness uh, working with uh, the the, uh, the heavyweight. I can't think of his name. Mike Coffee. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I saw uh, 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 Francis working out too. All y'all, boy, y'all boys look like I was serious about doing y'all thing, man. Ain't nothing wrong with that. But uh, one serious note, man. Marvelous Marvin Hagler, man. One of the greatest, man. Much respect to him, bro. Uh, especially when he beat the Beast Mugabe when he was 25 and 0 with 25 knockouts. I mean, he, I just, Muhammad has it, bro. And um, the Jamel Charlo try. I just don't even see that. Jamel Charlo was at 160. They don't do amazing things like Canelo and jump through weight, so they don't do it. They don't do it. Don't do it. <laughs> Yo, Hulk, so, why you being so mean? It. It's the truth, bro. They're not going to do it, man. They'd rather sit around and let somebody else do the other thing and then complain about when people do stuff that they are quote-unquote not supposed to be able to do so you know you gotta jump out there and do what these guys are doing you can't just everybody just waiting around for one guy to fight everybody it makes no sense but Caleb Plant is a good fighter he seems like he gonna wait around and not fight nobody until that fight just so he don't lose before that fight you know it's like everybody worried about this this fight with one person man I, don't, I just don't get it man I mean and then when he fights whoever he fights it's a complaint it's like this person ain't good enough Okay, we'll wait for the next one. He oh, fight that person. Hawk, man. Music to my ears, man. I can hear you talk all day if you're going to talk like that. I, these guys going to get jealous, man. I got <laughs> to get to the next call, man. But, Dan, thanks for calling. We're going out to Chief Red in Mississippi. What up? What's happening? What's good? What's good? Hey, can you talk into the microphone or or or, or something? Cause we hear more background than you. Oh my bad. Let me let me just speak up. Can y'all hear me now? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah,
He ain't getting no mandatory shot at Canelo till 12 months from the date of the year them fight. So let him fight whoever won't get in the ring with him till then. Put me on the screen, champ, on YouTube. Oh, you not? Nah, you was you never walked did. away, man. You got me in the shadow. You walked away, <laughs> man. The shadow. <laughs> You've been in the away. shadow realm the whole time, champ. <laughs> Yo, we going to LV Slugger. What up? LV Slugger. LV. So he going to be in Wisconsin? LV, what up? LV, what up, what up? Talk to us. What up, man? Man, yeah, Benavidez, man, he looked good, man. I, I was, I thought it was gonna go twelve. Ellis looked pretty good. I ain't gonna lie, he he did better than what I thought. Cause after watching him against Cole, but I ain't think he was gonna look that good. But yeah, he he did pretty good against Benavidez. But uh, yeah, Benavidez, man, he doing exactly what he's supposed to do. You know, with the, I'm a Charlo fan, but this man talking about snapping your neck and doing shit like that. He doing exactly what. He supposed to do. I think he want that Charlo fight over the plant fight now. You know what I'm saying? Just with him talking like how he been talking. You know, eventually, hopefully we get it. You know what I'm saying? Uh, can't be talking like that and expect, you know, him not to do say or do nothing. You know what I'm saying? So hopefully we do get that fight. The plant fight I love to see. But like they said, I think he going to wait the Canelo opportunity out. And, uh, yeah, Benavidez did his thing, man. Good fight. But for your cut, me, man, Francis. What after the fight, man? What was your guilty pleasure? <laughs> <laughs> Yo, a post-fight guilty pleasure, man, was some guacamole and chips, man. Ah, the guacamole and chips did. to the restaurant was fire. He did have guac. He did have guac. Yo, so what you had before the fight, though? To be honest with you, I did. We didn't even eat. I had a banana and um. Man, yo, Francis had pancakes under his bed, bro, stored and shit. Oh, that was from the day before that. That, that was some next shit. Um, uh, what was? What yo, check came out. Told me I got the guacamole. Man, y'all all got it after me. Nah, here we go. Only thing King uh -oh. did. Only thing King the did was, was sick. Yo, first. shout out to King man and his lady man. They they actually offered me some guac and shit. <laughs> he was sitting you. right beside you. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I ain't sharing, My man. My best friend and shit was going ham on this shit. Like, nom, 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 nom. <laughs> He's, yo, mangling that Bruh, shit. Bro, I literally didn't eat all day. He wanted me to share the first little appetizer. I, 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 I wasn't faint, you know. Reffing 12 fights. You know what I'm saying? Why you ain't order a, a, a guac? drink of water every, every, every third matchup. Why you ain't order a guac then? You know what I'm saying? Let me get to... Uh, Don't worry. Border Wars going to pay for your next guac. Don't worry. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yo, yo, yo. yo shout yo, out to yo, T2, yeah. If I go, If I go over, if I go over, just just bill me. Just bill me. First, first thing we're going to say is that my man uh, Benavidez got hit with 89 jabs. 89 jabs by Ronald Ellis, a no-name in boxing. Just keeping it real. We're going to be blunt. Charlo's best punch is a jab. He might be the best jabber in boxing. If y'all don't think that matters, fine, but let's put that out there. I think that Benavidez gets hit way too much to last in a fight versus Charlo. I think he loses to Caleb Plant, and I think he loses to Charlo. Next up, next up. Black, black, black. Boxing fans need to stop thinking that Twitter. Canelo? Who? 
David Benavides. Oh no 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 no. He could Canelo whoop his ass too. Canelo beat him too. No no no. I, I Canelo beat him too. He and he's only twenty four years old. So it's okay that that right now he ain't ready for these guys. He's twenty four. He got a long way to go. Right. People don't forget how young dude is. Right. But anyway, black boxing fans need to stop thinking that Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram make ducks out of fighters. No, turn down contracts make ducks out of fighters. Not Twitter wars. Not Twitter beef. If you think these dudes are actually afraid of other fighters, you're crazy. Yep. Now, this this is the big main fact. Mikey versus Earl, step up. Canelo versus Kovalev, step up. Eddie versus Paulie, step up. Kyle versus Canelo, step up. Brooke versus Triple G, step ups. Every single one of them fights had a belt on the line, you idiots. Every single one of them. You want Chamo to move up to 168 to fight Benavidez with no belt. That, that takes away from what's been going on in the pattern that all the boxers, promoters, and managers have been going. And I sat down with Wade, and he told me the reason why they don't respect Benavidez is because he lost the belt. Everybody disrespected Benavidez because he lost his belt. If that dude gets his belt back, then go from 160 to 168 and get that strap. Because history will remember you as being a three-division champion, not necessarily who you beat because Benavidez, again, is 24. So if he doesn't move on to do great things, nobody's going to care that you beat that man. Get that belt, make it at 168, or bring your ass to 160 and take his belt and be a two-division champion. CYP out. Makes a lot of sense. I mean, the only counter argument that I could even think of is, you know, you do it for the pay per view. Yeah. Uh, and, is the pay per view bigger than the belt? I, I always thought that it was a pay per view. That's why I always say that this is his Mikey Garcia. And the pay per view like to you is bigger than the belt, right? The way Earl had Mikey and they were yeah. able to do a big ass fight in in in, in Dallas. Then yeah, so. I'm thinking him and him and Benavidez, maybe not in H Town, right? Because we don't get many fights in Houston, but maybe. Um, maybe in San Antonio, maybe in Dallas. You know what I mean? It makes sense. Um, financially, where you're moving up, not for a belt. But I get him. He makes uh, sense with the whole, like, why are you going to move up if it ain't going to be remembered in the books? Because Benavidez lost his belt. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Natural Wiz, Hamilton, what up? Canada, Wiz, what, what up? up? What up? What up? What up? You got the uh, job, yo, baby. Congratulations. Representing Canada. Yes, sir. Thank you. Yes, sir. Uh, based on style, and I've been watching a lot of fights, that is the fight for Benavides to win. Um, just based on style, he likes to sit on his hooks and whatnot. Charlo, if, I'm not too sure if it's the right brother that likes the uppercut, if that's the one, but Charlo would definitely have to box. He would box. Yeah. Um, plant, that would be Plant's fight to win. Well, damn. Um, but if he lets him in, Benavides is going to do that all night. That's what I've seen. Um, for uh, Canelo, easy win for Canelo. Um, in a sense of he'll probably treat it just like uh, the other guy that he uh, hit him in a body shot, right? Uh, I can't remember his name. The other champion, former champion, right? Rocky Field. He'll body him. Yeah, he'll body him just based on style. Like, I don't know. I've been watching a lot of UFC boxing. And then after a while, when you think that certain guys should win, it just seems to me the style, the style seems to win, and enforcing your will, right? Just making your style shine, right? The one that can do that wins. Regardless. We got 
the commissioner, Sony. What up? Champ. You there, champ? Oh, oh, I got to hit you. Hey, yo, what up, chicken? Can y'all hear me? We hear, we you, hear you, bro. Hear you. Hey, yo, bro. It's been a long time, bro. Peace and love to everybody out there, the host and the uh, audience. Yo, I just wanted to give a rest in power to uh, the marvelous ones. You know, we lost a great legend over the uh, weekend. Just wanted to say peace and love out to his family. And shout out to you guys for putting on board awards, you know, from the uh, from the show, I could tell it was a major hit. You know, shout out to all y'all. Congratulations, man. Peace and love to the back channel. Always. Peace. All right. Uh, real quick, we're going to go ahead and do a standing eight, a 10 count, uh, 10 count uh, RIP for Marvin. Marvin, Marvelous Hagler. Um, yeah. Let me mute all. Yeah, man. Shout out to the legend, man. The one and only. You know what I'm saying? Marvin Hagler. Marvin Hagler. The one who said it's tough to uh, to get up and train and fight when you're, you know, sleeping in silk pajamas or, you know what I'm saying, sleeping on silk sheets. And he showed that, uh, you know, it takes heart to, to do what you do. And, and they even named, you know what I'm saying, a boxer or suit after him in terms of just his hard work and, and what he's put into the sports. Amazing, amazing fighter. Definitely a part of the Fantastic Four, we like to say. No, guys? Yeah, man. Absolutely. One of the Fantastic Four. G- gave us, uh, I think, one of the most exciting three rounds in this bout with uh, Hearns. So, you know, he'll be remembered. And, and there were so many other fights that weren't recorded. And, 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 and we, we, you know, we, we weren't able to see because he fought so much, you know. And, so, and, and at those times, it wasn't like, you know, like now where, you know, we have so much... Uh, so much networks and stuff like that. It was different back then, but again, rest in power, Marvin Hagler, one of the so greatest good. to do it from Newark, New Jersey. Had moved out to Europe, living out there. So uh, again, shout out to Marv and to his family, man. Prayers out to the family. You know what I'm saying that uh, lost a loved one. We got some super chats that we gotta get to um, just before we move on. Cause uh, you know I got to get to the airport and get out of here, so um, I, got to get. <laughs> I got to get to the airport. Uh, we read. So what's the next one? Next one is Ken Stone that says, uh, "Big Shot Shaw versus Jermaine Franklin, uh, April twenty yeah. second on NBC, uh, St. Louis. Stand mm-hmm. up. Mm-hmm. If you didn't watch the Zone card last night, you lost your hardcore fan privilege. Shaking my head." Oh. Ohio runs boxing, comes back to another one and says, I thought Canelo sent an offer to Charlo before. I don't know who. No, no, that, yeah. That, it was, uh, yeah, that's what that, they had said. Uh, let me get to Corey, North Carolina. Talk to me. Is that Corey? What's the fight, on, the fighter, fighter? What up? Yeah, nah, bro. this is not Beaumont, nah, Texas. Nah, 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 uh, not the fighter. What up, Corey? Talk yeah, to us. But, uh, good morning to y'all, man. 
Yeah, good morning, man. Um, yeah, I wanted to give Francis a shout-out, man. I was kind of worried about you after watching you and Jordan do that body bang. Um, but congratulations to you, man, on getting that win. Thank uh, you. Ness, you be throwing that little baby that little baby uppercut too, man. Is it just be you be going halfway, or is it just is that just that natural baby uppercut? I'm but uh, I but yeah, no, anyway. <laughs> it's just from what I was watching, man. Just from what I was, it looked like a baby uppercut, bro. But uh, as far as the topic, man, Benavidez is a bad boy. That's all I'm gonna say, man. That's all I'm gonna say. So you picking them to beat everybody? I mean, talk to me. Everybody, Benavidez will rock everybody, man. Mm. That that man, it's gonna take it's it's gonna take some. That boy got some dogs. Counterpunch from I mean. Sorry for the late uh, counterpunch, I mean. Nah, man, it's all good, man. Let let me say this, man. Um, Marvin Hagler and, and 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 Ray Leonard split up my household. That was that's that's me and my brother. My, you know what I mean, not not Jay, my my other brother. Like, you know, what I'm saying like I'm I got the Hagler mentality. My other brother's you know uh, Sugar Ray Leonard. He's he's the flash and the dash, and that's you know that fight as little kids watching it, like me and him, we started beefing. We started fighting each other because I felt like he was talking too much shit. He felt like Ray was winning. I'm pushing him in front of the TV. My folks had to break it up. Marvin Hagler is one of the best to do, and he represents yeah. Newark in a very special way. We only make world champions. You know what I'm saying? Shakur also add John Thompson to that. He beat Brandon Adams, regardless of what y'all think about it. Still had the belt, even though he lost it, but still. Shout out to uh, Marvin Hagler, his entire family. He means so much to the sport. And, um, yeah, man, that, that fight, man, Leonard and Hagler, that shit. My, you know, my, my parents, they whooped our ass and told us, brothers ain't supposed to fight like that. Y'all don't fight like that because that fight meant so much to us as little kids. You know what I'm saying? We, we, we couldn't have been more than Cut it. Cut it. Brandon, Texas. I just heard a dude talking about, um, uh, you know, Charlo, I mean, he having to step up and there's no belt on the line with Benavidez, so he shouldn't have to step up. Well, guess what, bro? Benavidez lost that belt in August of 2020. So if this came back up, that's what Charlo could have said. That would have been an easy way out. Oh, no. Nah. When, when, I, when I talked about Benavidez, he had a belt that I wanted. And people could have said, you know what, that makes sense. But not only did he not say that, Benavidez said let's make the fight in September. Charlo said, let's make the fight in May. So, at the, and then he's talking about snapping his neck. Nah, that's not an excuse, bro. You start talking about snapping a man's neck, you got to see him. Period. That's my call. Thank you for your call, man. And Thank I you. was from Texas, man. Yep. I was from Texas, man. Uh, we got Harlem greatness. Yo, yo, how y'all living, man? Y'all can hear me? Yeah, bless. what up? Blessed, blessed. Damn, great. Yo, blessed, 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 man. Moving and grooving, man. Yo, first off, first off, man, rest in peace to Marvin, man. Sure. Definitely rest up, man. He, he was one of them boxing dudes that uh, reminded me of my grandfather, man. One of them dudes with that mentality to, to keep on working and keep on striving, that's for sure. Uh, also, yo, shout-outs to you, Francis, man. I, I got to admit, to, you know, got to admit, brother, I, I went for stainless. But when we was in the back call breaking it down, you know, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm told that... Uh, 
you know, you was mixing up the punches or whatever. So, and, and that was one of the things that we was talking about in the back call that it'd be successful for you to, to, to be stainless. Uh, but shout out to the both of y'all, man. Shout out to everybody. You know, glad everybody made it there back uh, home safe. That's what we're trying to do, man. Uh, other than that, as far as Charlo and Benavides, if it happens, it happens. Uh, but however, that that's a tough one for me, man. Um, like, uh, cut it, cut it. Yeah, man, everybody bet against me, man. It feels good. Hopefully we see greatness on this Wisconsin card. He that would be good. To fight. We going out to uh, Seattle. Seattle. I don't care what you do good. I do every fucking thing great. Mr. PBC, baby. Mr. PBC. Oh. What's good? What's good? Um, shout we'll out just to use uh, 22550 for easy numbers. <laughs> what the heck was that? Uh, never mind that, champ. That was just me. Did some bull right now. Okay. Um, yeah, so shout out to Marvin Hagler, um, RP, um, shout out to Billy Joe, um, New King, eventually. Um, I got, um, uh, David Benavidez, Lewis, and basically to everybody but Kevin Plant. Um, he loses his body Jamal? is too exposed. Um, he's not mm. good on the inside. He's not good with a jab. Um, I don't think he can beat Charlo, <clears throat> even though if Charlo moved up and faced him all the way, I still think Charlo will beat him. And uh, that last fight just exposed too much for me to see. I've already known his midsection was too too soft and too easy to hit. And uh, Caleb Plant gets hit too easy. And, uh, yeah, man, I got Billy. Cut it. Yo, so I'm watching a video uh, in the post-fight press conference for David Benavidez where he says he'll fight Anthony Durrell if he can't get another big fight. So if Charlo yeah, or none of them that. don't fight him, he, he'll he fight Durrell again. And, you know, he I, said that. I, I, I think I would rather Kyron Davis get that opportunity. Mr. Infojo. This portion of the show we call... My boxing scene writers call me spectacular. My boxing bars are marvelous like Hagler. Yo, rest in peace. One of the best to ever lace them up. New Jersey, stand up. Y'all did that. Marvelous Marvin Hagler. Yo, may he rest in peace with the rest of the boxing gods. He is a boxing god right about now. Shout out to him and his family. Yo, and uh, shout out to all the Border Wars fighters, man. Y'all did an excellent job. There were no losers in my eyes. Y'all are winners in my eyes, man, because y'all got the heart to get in there to see how it feels to be a fighter, man. And so shout out to all y'all, man. Shout out to the whole TBB community. That's all I got, fam. Peace. All right. Peace and love, Info Joe. Joe. Shout out to you, champion. Coach Myers, Boomerang. Coach Myers. Coach Myers, am I going to hit you with the crickets? All right.
right, JT, coming back at you. What's up? Yeah, what's up? What's up? What's good? Benavidez versus Canelo or Charlo? All three. Canelo, Plant, Benavidez versus Charlo. Canelo, Plant is who he wants, and if he can't get none of those, he's fighting Anthony Durrell next. Wants all the sauce. I got. I like I like Benavidez. I like Charlo. Um, um, that's a good fight. I think it's fifty fifty. I favor Charlo to win that fight. Um. Canelo versus Benavidez. I think Canelo bought Benavidez for a reason. I got Benavidez beating Canelo. Um, Callum Plant. I got Benavidez beating Callum Plant. He a little slick fighter, but I just think he couldn't keep um, Benavidez off. I like how Benavidez fight. A tall guy. He throw a lot of punches and stuff. And don't get me wrong. I ain't saying... um. Charlo just go dominate him. I just think Charlo got the uh the power, the aggression, the size, the speed, um, to make it a, a dog fight with Benavidez. And I think um Charlo just um beat him beat, well beat you know, beat him by I ain't gonna say the unanimous probably but majority decision and stuff like that. I don't see no knockout cut in that fight. It, cut it, cut it, cut it. Yo man, peace and love to everybody, man. I gotta finish getting myself to ready to get on this plane. So yo, I'ma catch y'all. Uh, when I get back to Toronto, I do got a quarantine for two weeks, so you might see me for a couple of days, you might not. But we'll see how it goes, man. Peace and love to everybody, yo. Peace and love, France. All right, uh, going on to... Get your ass in the ring. Hey, no, man. This is TBV, what's happening, fellas? Lids low, man. Just first and foremost, pleasure to meet you, champ. Thank you for coming out the Border Wars. Thank you for helping out in the back end with Info Joe and others, man. We appreciate you being out there. No, right, man. It was a pleasure, my guy, man. I, I rock with real. Y'all cool with me? I'm cool with you. I'm smooth like that, you dig? But um, <laughs> yo, it was finally yo, it was finally good to put a a face to, <laughs> to the, the to the voice, voice yeah, chat. Yeah. Where is Vaughn? <laughs> All right, but y'all get ready because Butter Boy Lem, I'm coming out. Let's so y'all go. find me. I'm coming. Um, with this whole Benavidez, I just want to see the cat fight. I like fighters like that. They don't give a damn who you bring at them. They want to get it in. So I'm a rock with the cat. When it comes to Jamel, the shit gonna be fire. When it comes to Canelo, it gonna be fire. But Caleb Plant, I got nothing against Caleb Plant. Caleb Plant is good, but I do believe Benavides will beat him. So, you know, shout out to everybody, man. Y'all stay up, and y'all get ready for that Border War 11, man. Border Wars 11, Wisconsin. Get ready. June 12th is going down. It's going down. Let's see. Let's see what we got. Phone lines lit up. Majid Orlando, what's going on? I'll have to hit you with them, Brown. All right. Hey, I'm not surprised, motherfuckers. I'm going to try you on blog talk since you ain't answer on Skype. What about on... Oh, oh, yeah. I'm on blog. What's good? We here. Uh, oh, my bad. Everybody need to like the uh, video, subscribe to the channel, um, join um, Patreon and YouTube members or something, and if y'all feel like fighting... They got them next border wars. 
But, um, hey, man, I was interested in two fights. Um, that damn Emma Williams, I don't like him. I feel like he got stiff neck. That dude don't have no head movement. They boosting up his power, and they need to keep him all the way slowed down. Well, he's going to get his head knocked off at 160. And then uh, Benavidez, man, I feel like that dude pressure and everything, he might be getting hit, but it don't matter. I feel like if Charlo bring his little ass up there to 168, by sixth round he's going to be tired and uh, he's going to have to back up all that shit that he started talking. So I want to see that fight, and I don't want to hear no excuses from them Charlo camps. You know, why they can't make this fight happen and all that shit? Because they done talk shit for the last five years. So if y'all good enough for Canelo at 168, then Benavidez got to be good enough. But that's all I got. David Maldonado, New York. Yo, 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 what's going on, brothers? What up? Yo. Yo, everybody be talking about Canelo's a duck. But Charlo's asking people to take vaccines. He's asking Benavidez to fight him at social distance. He's actually trying to earn that fight instead of waiting for a handout. Only thing is, personally, I think Charlo will beat him up the way May, but the same way Mayweather did with Corrales, because Benavidez is tall, but he doesn't fight tall. He comes straight forward. He squares up. He gets hit. I got Charlo by a ninth round knockout brutally. Um, did you see the Chocolatito fight? No. I got a glimpse of a few of, rounds. How did you miss that fight? That was a hell of a I had, fight. I had my own event this weekend that I had to handle, and and, and and dozens of people from different parts of the world flew in for it. So, you know, I had to be a That's host. That's great, man. I'm glad everything turned out, man. Yo, I was just listening to Moonshine. Yo, he roasted Bill Haney. I never heard anybody shut Bill Haney down the way this dude did, man. That wow, shit was what happened? You got to check that out, man. What they do? What he speaks on him. Bill Haney told, he told Moonshine straight up, I don't like you. And then Moonshine just went Harlem on him and just screamed on him. He, he went off, man. You got to... I'm going to send you the link later on, man. I, I, I'll show you what time to put it on so you can watch it from there. That shit was hilarious, bro. I never see nobody go at Bill Haney the way Moonshine did, bro. Unbelievable. But what was it based on? Um, What's the context? The the content was basically about, you know, the fights coming up with Tia Fimo and Cambrosa and, um, you know... And, we, and somebody somebody had called in and, and started talking real bad about Devin Haney. Somebody got out of pocket. So um, Bill Bill Haney called in. He was, you know, going at homeboy. And then he told Moonshine, you're straight up, I don't like you. And then Moonshine just went crazy on him. Mm. Unbelievable. Well, man. well. But, um, Maldonado, thank you for calling in. Uh, we're supposed to have uh, Samson on Tuesday. And uh, if that happens, I'm sure Haney... Bill will jump on and we'll see what's good. But I uh, want to thank everybody that called in. I'm double checking his line. Make sure I ain't leave anyone behind. Nope. All right. We're out. Nest GTO, Instagram and Twitter. Catch us on the next one. I'm off to take Francis to the airport. It's time to go back to Canada. And uh, yeah. Back to Canada, champ across the border. Francis. The Praying Mantis. And this is the Boxing Voice. If you just tuned in and you like what you were listening to or viewing, uh, hit that subscribe button. Make sure you hit the bell button right next to it as well so that you are notified every time we go live. And trust me, we go live a lot. You know, in the morning, afternoon, breaking news. Flagships are Thursdays and Sundays at 7 p.m. 
and uh, take advantage of the perks as a member of this channel. So on the video description, you'll see the first link that says join this channel. Click on that channel. It'll uh, direct you to the three tiers that we offer here at the Boxing Voice memberships. And, uh, you know, choose whatever is best for you. Take advantage of the cool emojis that you see and have access to, which we switch out constantly, depending on what topic we're on. And uh, also the badge icons and so much more to the content that you receive, depending on what tier you're on. Go check it out. Again, that was Ness GTO, Doyen Francis, Alex Doomsday Linus, checking out for the morning. Peace.